0: Good afternoon, faithful listeners, and welcome to another edition of The Loki and Jabroni Show, brought to you live and in charge. Of course, you will only get this through Potomatic and through Yarn FM and all those other fantastic spots. In case you guys missed it last week, uh, in the top news, our man, Mr. Michael Phelps, was very angry, um, and the top story is it's because he missed last episode of The Loki and Jabroni Show. Do not be like Michael Phelps and miss that episode and get the shit face. Make sure you charge in every single day, and if you miss it, go on. Yarn FM and check us out there.
1: And of course, we welcome you to another fantastic edition of the Loki and Jabroni Show, keeping the revolution alive, making sure that the people that try to hold us down are kicked squarely in the nuts. My name is Jabroni. As always, I am Loki. How the hell are you this hot, sticky, crazy week?
0: Man, it's crazy week. It is. It's, you know, the first person that complains about the heat seriously is getting slapped.
1: Oh, I won't complain. Uh, No, I know. I'm just saying because
0: it is probably the same motherfucker that was complaining about the winter Mm -hmm. when it was going on, too. Listen. It comes. This is New England. Welcome <laughs> to New England. Uh, I'm I'm lucky enough to have that, that fantastic pool that I'm taking care of out there. So, you know, we get to jump in and cool off. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing better than that.
1: No, not at all. Man. Cools you right down to the fucking core, man. It's fucking beautiful. Thursday was a blessing. And it's hotter today if you're not in the Northeast here in Connecticut. 11 o'clock in the morning. I woke up late. I didn't wake up at 11, but driving to do my errands before coming here. Drive by You're the sweating, bank, dude. 92 degrees at 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah. At 11 a.m. That's hotter than shit.
0: Dude, it was 88 last night at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah. At 2 in the morning, but it's not even. But because I will take this. I will take wardrobe changes. I will take pool weather. I will take walk to the mailbox and come back sweating balls. than I would 6, 8, 12, 13 inches of snow. Yeah, exactly. Daily.
0: Exactly.
1: Daily. And like you said, the people at Bitch... About the heat, shut the fuck up. You can come <laughs> shovel my driveway. You can come shovel Logie's driveway. In fact, just walk the neighborhood like we used to do as kids with the shovel on your shoulder. Here we go. Now, gonna make, make five that bucks. money. That's right. Make that money. Do your due diligence, motherfuckers. So, what's up,
0: man? How are you doing today?
1: Oh, I told you last night I was gonna come in hot. I was in the store and I ran into a guy who was wearing a shirt. I said, Roger Goodell is a douche. And on the back of his shirt, it said, free Tom Brady. <laughs> so I stopped. You know me. I'm, I'm always looking for material. I stopped, and I says, um, can I ask you a question there, dude? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. How old are you? I'm 23 years old. I'm like, all oh, right, you're pretty intelligent. Seems legit. Why is Roger Goodell a douche? Now, he could have brought up a million things. Ray Rice getting only four games for whacking, you know, whacking on his girlfriend in an elevator. Drug suspensions. He could have said anything. Because he's messing with Tom Brady. I'm like, he's messing with Tom Brady. I'm like, I'm not trying to start an argument here, but let me ask you. The evidence is there. There's text messages. There's phone calls. There's a broken phone. Oh, stop right there. Stop right there. Well, why am I stopping? Everybody breaks a phone. Every day in America, somebody breaks a phone. So I stop. I'm like, you're absolutely right. How many of them break a phone with a fucking hammer?
0: Um, I do when I'm trying to hide text messages exactly (laughs) exactly
1: so i said so this whole thing goodell is a douche is about tom brady and tom brady alone well yeah i'm like let me ask you a question peyton manning gets found doing the same thing what do you do oh fucking suspend him fucking do that they got him not once but then another court says he's on the hook why is goodell picking on him so if manning did it fire his ass kill him suspend him for life but if brady does it it's okay well, who do you rule for? Well, I'm a Falcons fan. Matt Ryan doesn't cheat. No. And if he does, he hasn't been caught yet. And I will throw that out there. I'm objective today, as the day is long. If Matt Ryan's cheating, I don't know about it. Why is Brady exempt? Oh, man, you just hating because we got four Super Bowl rings. I'm like, you know what? There's a Cowboys fan in the next aisle. Why don't you go find him talking about what you did two years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago? Why is Roger Goodell a douche? Pass the Tom Brady thing. Oh, that's the only reason I think he's a douche. I can't take it. I can't take Whoa. it. Homerism pisses me off. And then I have to ride here, and I stop at the bank, and I do my thing. And what do I do? I open up my phone, and I see a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, but his initials are Loki, who put up the picture of Choke Cure. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the same guy many episodes ago who said that was the greatest Red Sox comeback in history. But I understand why you did it. It's funny. It is funny. It I, is I, I absolutely cuckold, funny. I chuckle my ass off. Homerism, people. <laughs> needs to stop if your team did not win the big trophy this past season, you suck just like we do
0: hey listen the season 's not even over yet for and, and don 't forget we 're only in third place we 're not doing fucking spectacular like we thought I was going to originally like we were going to do either you know what i 'm saying I want
1: to get back to Red Sox in a minute because i want to I want to commend the Boston fans in a minute, but you were just talking third place, but you you, you do you have these but but,
0: the, but no, but what i 'm saying is is when when we josh during the middle of a season, you know mm-hmm. what i 'm saying. It's going on. We're taking our stabs now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the choke cure. Is a, you know, you yeah. know exactly no, what it was I you got know it. exactly what it was. And aimed I knew at. who you were aiming exactly. at. It wasn't me, but I knew who you were aiming at. But see, something like that, listen, football season just started. Yeah. We understand Tom Brady is gonna be out for four weeks. Look, it should have happened last year, people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know what's funny, is and I called this last year. Yes, when I said the Williams kept Holding it off and holding it off instead of just taking the fucking punishment when it was first offered to him. It them, gets worse. It get, not only that, then they get to decide when it happens. Well, you had two years and you held it back. So now you have no choice and we're doing it now. When did we actually get the fucking suspension come through?
1: Oh, right at playoff time. Oh, yeah, right when you needed him the most.
0: Exactly. See what I'm saying? So they think they're all slick because they hold this shit back. The information's there. You're caught. You're caught. Do the fucking time before it really fucks with you. Now you're talking about what? I think the first four games are probably
1: the easiest in bet, their, in I their would, schedule. I you know would what I'm bet they scrub games. I'm going to look that up now. And uh, while we do that, if there are four scrub games, that Garofalo kid looks like, is it Garofalo? It's Garofalo. It's Jane Garofalo. <laughs> Janine ja, Garofalo. Um if it, if yeah, I think it's like fo-
0: Garcia Parra, right? The, it, Garcia- could, it could very well be <laughs> Garcia garfalio
1: <laughs> <laughs> This is
0: new fucking name.
1: If your first four games are are fluff, Jimmy Garofalo is going to get you at least two and two record. Yeah. And that's my opinion. He's, he, uh, he's the, only way, the only way it's the only way
0: it's going to really affect you is if you're talking about rivalry here. If you're talking about like fucking Ravens are like one of the first ones or Seahawks, you get to return fucking Seahawks. They always one. get a,
1: They always get a tough game out of the jets. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the jets, because well, they just know, em. you know, that goes, back to, like, know that, that goes back to like Patriot saints. Both teams could be, Oh, and everything when they play each other, it is like watching a world-class heavyweight championship title. Fight. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck Here's yeah. your schedule. Here's your first four games. Patriot fan. You open with Arizona; they look good this year. They were good last year. Yeah, they were good last year. Then you have Miami, Houston, and Buffalo. That's a two and two record.
0: Yeah, with, with, with Garcia Ferrari, <laughs> 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 I'll say, I'll say you guys can at least get two out of that. Come on, you got, you got, got fucking Rob Gronkowski in there. I mm-hmm. think you got the freaking that that running back you guys just picked. You got a great offensive line. He, I mean, honestly. Just having fucking a healthy Gronkowski, you could step onto that fucking thing and probably win two out of two.
1: You could be one of us right. and throw the ball with minimal... I don't, I don't want to say effort because it does take effort to dodge all those 300-pound guys trying to kill your No, absolutely.
0: Your the first time I get hit, I'm going If gonna you can throw hurting. a pretty
1: accurate throw and Gronkowski's there... I always say he's got a five-foot halo. If it's five feet to his left, five feet to his right, or five foot above him, he's getting that ball.
0: Exactly. It's like, uh,
1: who's the kid from uh, uh, the Saints? He went on to uh, a couple of – Jimmy Graham. Yes,
0: yes. That guy could catch a
1: cold in the middle of Miami. Great fucking player. And he's like – he's Jeremy Shockey without the injuries. Yes, yes. Those guys (laughs) were playmakers, and you can have any quarterback you wanted throwing to them, they will make those plays Mm -hmm. for you. They are the core of what you do. Tom Brady is a great proponent. We've said it before. If there's a Mount Rushmore of football, Tom Brady is on it. But listen, New England Patriot homer motherfuckers. Stop. Roger Goodell, I could run off a list now, and I'm not going to because we only have an hour and a half, two hours, of all the stupid shit Roger Goodell does. But you don't see me wearing a T-shirt that says Goodell is a douche because the Atlanta Falcons got popped two years ago for Pipeline Sound.
0: I'll say this is this is I I have never really went off on it number one because I didn't agree with what he did, but my boy Adrian Peterson got a far worse and not only that not only did he get a worse penalty you know a, a worse freaking you know uh, uh, what do you call it punishment? punishment he he was ignored. He was, you know, when he tried to go to the courts and all that good, I was like, no, no, nope, nope. nobody gave him nothing, dude. He lost an entire season. Did he deserve it? Yes. Yes, yes he did. And that's my point. I don't, I don't condone in what he did. Listen, he grew up in a whole other era, and, and I ain't going to lie. I got the belt, too. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you got to switch here or oh, there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there, there's a time in our lives when we got to grow up and we got to say that's not the way to do things. Agreed. And he didn't. He still kind of laid back in the old school ways, and if that's what he is, that's what he is. Nobody's trying to hold it against him. However, it is against policy of the NFL to do that. He served his time. Yes, he did. He lost an entire fucking
1: season. Did you see, and again, we live here. We don't live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'd love to contact Tommy Summers sometime because he lives right in the heart of Minneapolis. And find out, were people running around wearing purple t-shirts with gold letters that say Goodell is a douche?
0: (laughs) Okay. I'll, I'll tell you first and foremost, Adrian Peterson lost a lot of respect and a lot of fans for what he did.
1: Same with Mike Vick. And
0: he... And and just like Mike Vick, yep. he did a lot to re up his name again, his image and his brand. If now, you will, now
1: as an objective observer, you are not a, you are not a Patriots fan by any stretch. No, nope. you live in this area. Yep. Okay. And it's really going to be a, a difficult question. Do you? You said he did his time. What did Tom Brady do other than bitch and whine and complain? He was actually letting other people pitch for him, though. Let's be honest. Well, of course.
0: He was like, I still stand. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying he's nothing. He's the Hillary Clinton of and the NFL. His, and his people were like, no, 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 no. That's not his Let people were speaking for you. him. Yeah.
1: He's the Hillary Clinton of the NFL. And I guarantee in New England, every Patriots fan is going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Because <laughs> she's untouchable. He's untouchable. It's all bullshit. Stop being a homer. He's a Trump
0: fan. He likes Trump.
1: That doesn't Trump matter bad. what he likes. It matters what the folks like. <laughs> they want him to be untouchable. Hillary's untouchable. Bada-bing. Whoever gets voted president, whether it's Johnson, Trump, whatever, Clinton is the president for the New England Patriots faithful.
0: Let's let's just, like I said, let's put it this way. I, I've went on record to say the Indianapolis game against
1: the Patriots – was a shoe in anyways. Oh, yeah. The,
0: uh, inflated, deflated,
1: greased up fucking ball. They could have had Velcro not- on the ball. It wouldn't have mattered. They yeah. were coming into town, and they were going to kill him. You
0: could have had the 86 Giants oh. take the place of the Colts and still lose that they fucking game. Okay? It, it just wasn't going to happen. However, and this is where I hold the however, and and I'm not saying the Ravens are... A class act team, because God knows they are not.
1: They're the, no offense, Cowboys fans, you can bitch at me all you want. I know I pick on your team a lot. The Ravens now are the 1990s Cowboys Every time you turn around, someone's in trouble in handcuffs on CNN. Now we have TMZ. Well,
0: let's let's not forget their
1: background, dude.
0: First of all, they were the Browns that never won the Super Bowl. Yep. And the owner kept bitching. It's because we're still in Cleveland. It's because we're still in no, Cleveland. No, because
1: of the players you have on the field. And they over- so then
0: when he gets his way and he gets to go to Baltimore, what happens two years later?
1: I think it was three, but you're right. They win the
0: fucking Super Bowl finally, but that was overhauled. That was the Browns team.
1: Of course. You know I what I'm saying? I still say to this day they should, get, they should get half credit for that Super they Bowl. They
0: absolutely should. I agree with you. Much but like they're the, not going to. Much
1: like the Whalers should get half credit for the Carolina Stanley Cup.
0: Yes, yes, I agree. Now, you take all that into consideration, and now you, you're left with, like I said, with this, this whole fucking. Uh, these guys are not the greatest of teams. Do I feel like they kind of if that ball fucking thing was during the during the Ravens game? Yes, I could kind of feel like they got robbed out of that.
1: The Ravens were a stronger, tougher, more prepared competitor, and they know the the Patriots
0: more than any other team on on that side. Even the Colts, like when the Colts had Manning, they were forced to know the Patriots because Manning ate,
1: breathed. Shit we brought that up, fucking, I don't know how many, it was a year ago, the record between, and it was real tight. Yeah. That was a war. That's Red Sox-Yankees. That's, that's uh, michigan But as soon Ohio as he State,
0: left, the Colts little... They slid. Well, not only that, their, their targeting went over here onto their teams that are in their division. See, Peyton, as much as people want to hate on him, he's a visualizer.
1: He's also one of the greatest.
0: He knows... Who his real challenges are, and that's who he focuses on all year long.
1: It was Brady. It was Elway for a while. It was uh, all the greats. He wanted to beat the greats to become a great. Exactly. I don't begrudge Tom Brady for wanting to do the same thing. He is already a great. My problem, you can't is, take it away from him. He prob- is a fucking great. My, my problem with this, with this gentleman, and I didn't say it to him. I was just like, all right, you know, I, thank you for talking to me. This was this was a decent conversation. At least I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Walked away, shook my head, I was like, what an asshole. But. You have to hold the rules to everybody. You and I have said it about private personal lives, we said it about Hillary Clinton, we said it about Tom Brady, Ray Rice, whomever. The rules have to be the same across the board. Just because you're Tom fucking Brady doesn't mean he could go out tomorrow and kill somebody. Oh wait, didn't Aaron Hernandez do that? And the first couple months, nah, they're railroading him. We need him. They're doing the they're, the court system is doing this yeah. in your fucking state because they don't want the Pats to win. Wake well, the fuck
0: up. That's like the, uh, the South Park one. Or not South Park. Uh, family guy. When they went to God. Yeah. And the guy admitted that he hated <laughs> Bill Belichick because he always has that smug look. He goes, I gave that guy three fucking Super Bowls. He still has the same stupid <laughs> face on him. You're damn right I hate the fucking Patriots. <laughs> I like that.
1: Hey, you know what? Murder somebody. Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that. Run into a busload of nuns?
2: Tom Brady could do that. Tom
1: Brady could do that. Go and rape an orphanage full of children?
2: Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that.
1: That's that's the kind of— Execute
0: Order 50 or execute Order 66 and kill every single Jedi in the Jedi Academy?
2: Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that.
0: Well, actually, that was Anakin, but Tom Brady could do that if he was there. Tom
2: Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that.
1: Stop making the rules to only apply— when they're necessary, that's my, that's my whole thing. If you get caught, whether you're a criminal, you're somebody in business, you're Tom Brady. We talked about it last Hillary
0: week. Clinton. Ezekiel Elliott. They need yeah. to throw the fucking book at yes, this guy if this is proven. And we did say if. Mm-hmm. Now we've we showed people last week. There's both ways it can go. Yep. you know, obviously <laughs> there's a lot of fucking circumstantial evidence. Yes, there is. But there's a lot of very definitive evidence. So when it is proven. Take your they licks. they need to throw the fucking book at this kid. I'm sorry. They need to squash right. this shit. They need to squash this Take shit. Take your licks like a man. And it can't be. Listen. It can't be. Okay. We're giving Tom Brady four weeks because he cheated and he knew that they were cheating, right? But then we're only going to give this kid two weeks for beating the shit out of this woman. Yeah,
1: that's backass.
0: No, no, we don't that's do. A, that's you ass-backer. need to have set. Things and guidelines. they need to be set fines and set penalties that happen when certain things happen. It really isn't that hard. We have a court of law that does the exact same thing. Right. So if a you guy, really have an intelligent person that could take time and take fucking paycheck money out of these people, yeah. you're going to not want to fucking who, do this a shit. A guy
1: who robs a liquor store is not going to get the same penalty as a guy who murders somebody. Exactly. A guy but who, if you do it
0: by the NFL...
1: Oh, yeah, everybody's the The same guy that robs game. a
0: liquor store gets fucking eight weeks, and the guy that murders somebody gets two weeks, plus only 5000 in community service. Mm-hmm. Because that's NFL, that's NFL rules.
1: If, and I, I said this when it happened, I said this when we started this adventure a year and a half ago, and I'll say it now. If Tom Brady does that in any other game, it's a slap on the wrist. It's a two-game suspension. It's a small fine. He did this in the second-biggest game of the year, technically the third. You have the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, Super Bowl. Yeah. Who does this in the second biggest technically game of the year? Yeah, I think this is the championship. Because
0: the one that would have really mattered, like I said, was the one before that. Against the Ravens.
1: Right, exactly. Agreed.
0: But that was a much closer game.
1: Without this game, if they lose this game, there's no Super Bowl. It's uh, Who did they play that year? There was the Patriots and uh, Carolina...
0: No, no, it was uh, Seattle.
1: Seattle, that's Remember? right. Remember
0: fucking uh, Jerome, uh, Mr. Butler there? That's right. Jer- Jerome? Jerron Jer- Butler. Jeron,
1: yeah. Devon. Whatever. I, I like Garcia Ferrari. I like that guy too. Oh, wait, you know what? Before I get into the Red <laughs> Free Sox. Free Garcia fan, Ferrari. Right. Before I get into the Red Sox fan, um, I have a correction to make. Last week when we spoke about concussions, I mistakenly said it was Jamal Charles. Yes, yes. Was the yes, guy yes. who yep. shot his girlfriend, and then shot himself at the. Uh, Kansas city chiefs camp. It was Jovan Belcher. I apologize. Uh, skip Perry. Thank you for pointing that out. And, uh, Hey, you know, we're not we're, above saying we're wrong. We're not Tom Brady.
0: Well, not only that, we don't, we don't have our writers yet.
1: That's true. So <laughs> we, we do all of our That's shit. where you guys come in because if we want writers, go to <laughs> www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni and make a donation. It could be one time. It could be a monthly gift. Or there are two investor levels where if you are an investor, we will produce content for you. This is the o- one of the only ways you can help us get better. Mm-hmm. We also put out a survey the other day. I'll talk about that later, and we'll talk about the folks in Groton. I want to thank you as a Red Sox fan, and I think Brian was at the game, too. Uh, you weren't at the game, but Brian was. Our I was trying Brian. to get up there. I want to thank the 35,100 and however many people were in Boston the other night when Alex Rodriguez stepped up to the plate for his final appearance at Fenway Park, and 35,000 people, without fail, booed the ever-loving shit out that. of that man. Now, <laughs> that you showed, you guys, Red Sox fan nation, showed mad respect to Derek Jeter on his way out. You guys showed mad respect to Mariano Rivera on his which way out. Which killed
0: us. That, he I, mur- I mean, right. Jeter did his damage. Let's be honest. Yeah. Jeter did his damage over time. Mariano Rivera murdered us almost on a weekly fucking basis. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't have to play us, and he murdered us somehow. And the
1: one time he nailed him to the wall, you guys go and win the championship, which is props to you. Right. I'm sure if Paul O'Neill or Jorge Posada had... A farewell tour, there might have been a little something. People would have stood up and clapped. Those are warriors. Yes, yes. I have a good feeling at the last game this year, Mark Desher is going to get a smattering of applause. He's on his way out, too. Absolutely, But the fact that 35,000 people in unison without thinking stood up and booed the biggest fraud in Major League Baseball since Barry Bonds, I commend you, Red Sox fans. And I'm speaking as a Yankee fan. I have the Yankee logo tattooed tomorrow. I have Yankee shit everywhere I go. Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you for not Standing up and applauding this man. He was looking for a farewell week. He kept begging Joe Girardi, I need to play, I need to play, I need to play. Joe Girardi says, I need to win. I need to win. Yeah. I need to win. You're not helping. You're gonna sit down. I'm gonna give you your moment. I'm gonna give you a day or two. He played uh last night, drove in a run, yeah. big fucking deal. Yeah. Alex Rodriguez is one of those guys. It's all about Alex Rodriguez.
0: You know, speaking of not being selfish. I kind of put this together and, and maybe I'm shooting at, you know, maybe I'm barking at the wrong tree and maybe he really did coming at a late decision, but I'm going to actually give Texterra the frickin' benefit of the doubt. I really do believe that he is this type of upstanding man mm-hmm. beginning of the season. He's, he's questioning whether he's going, he wants to retire. He really is. He's yep. talked about his wife. You know, this is personally, I'm thinking he's going through this. He's talking with his kids. He's sitting out before the season starts. He's looking at his kids growing up. He's like, fuck, Missing a lot.
1: And coming off a wrist injury. The he, year he gets on,
0: you know, he turns on the TV and he says, This is my last year. I'm not coming back no more to Red Sox me big feast and festivities for Big Poppy. And he sits there and says, Shit. And Poppy's a bigger fucking name than I am. Mm-hmm. I can't take it away from him. All right, I'm going to play this season. About halfway through the season, he decides, he I really can't do this. He doesn't
1: I, think he has the sauce anymore. I, I
0: can't do this. But he continues to do it, and he waits until the last minute as to not take it away from Poppy. And maybe, like I said, maybe I am barking up the wrong tree on this. I think you're correct. I, if if I'm correct in this, a huge move by him, and, and just another reason why I was you know bummed out that we missed out on getting him on our team because he's, yeah. he was one of those people that once he got on there, I knew he was going to stay there. He was constant. He, you know, he's he's going to be one of those players that you know, I wish when he does come back around, we give him that freaking respect, I which I think th- we will. I think you will. Which I think we will. But it is kind of sad that he's not going to go through what Jeter and what Poppy's going through right now. You know, these big retirements. And when you go into all these places and they have something As much for as you. I
1: love Tex as a player, as a human being, He's not like you said. He's not that name. Derek Jeter is in big capital letters. David Ortiz is in Mariano Rivera. Um, Yeah. Who was one of the other recent retirements that went around and got like everything? Uh, It wasn't one of our guys. Yeah, Um, yeah. One of the one of the bigger names. Uh, Ripken. Yeah. When Rip Ripken, but that's Cal Ripken. Okay, let's. Cal Ripken lives on another planet. (laughs) Um. But these are guys that deserve every bit of that. You know, Teixeira's had his ups and downs. He he's a great player. He will be a Hall of Famer. He won't be first ballot like <laughs> Griffey or like right. um, like Ripken, like some of these right. guys. He's doing it the right way. I'm going to play out this season, and then I'm just going to walk away. Thank right. you for everything. Right, exactly. I understand. Poppy is Poppy. I may not. I don't like him because he plays for the Red Sox, but I respect the ever loving shit out of that guy. He deserves wherever he goes, whatever gift he gets, whatever applause he gets. He deserves every last stitch of for, it. For
0: for for people that you know that are say haters of the Red Sox and you don't do any homework, let me just say one thing about Big Poppy that you might not know. Um, that atrocious swing that he has, he has had since he was five years old. Oh yeah, <laughs> there have been countless people that have tried to correct that swing, and actually. I believe before he even went into the majors, he he actually did listen to somebody and tried to correct that swing, and he had the worst season ever that he ever had. When something works for you, you just got to roll with it. And, and Poppy's just that guy who just. That that swing is it's just like you know, like Pedroia. When he swings, he comes right out of his shoes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He really well, does. it help,
1: it doesn't help that he's four feet tall. And he's gotta reach two feet but, up. But you to get see the how ball. he swings. That's oh, the yeah.
0: official major league swing. Yeah. If you look poppy, man, Poppy looks sloppy from beginning to end. But man, when he gets that ball, you Here, know that ball's gone. Just
1: some numbers to think about. <clears throat> here's Big Poppy stats through yesterday. His entire career. Yeah. Two hundred eighty five batting average. Two thousand four hundred twenty one hits. 529 home runs. So think about that. 2,400 and
0: then 500.
1: So you're almost talking about... A quarter of the times he hits the ball, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. 1,731 runs batted in. First ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the, the The thing is, it's like... You think about those numbers. I mean, just think about runs batted in, 1,700. Now, take once again those 4,400 hits. Half of those pretty much are runs batted in. Those are, That's a score.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: You know, I mean, that, that's that's what you consider contributing come, to a here team. Here come
1: the stats on Teixeira. And then when I'm going to do one more set of stats. Yep. Each time I'm going to ask you the same thing. two sixty Through yesterday, 269 batting average.
0: That's a hell of a batting average. Though, for 1,838
1: Lozano. hits. 404 home runs, wow! 1,200 runs batted in, and he has scored himself 1,087 times. So of his 1,281...
0: He's got a better home run record thing. I mean, you're saying 1,800, right? 18...
1: uh, Hits. No, he's behind. He's also played 97 to 2... He's played six less seasons than Poppy. Right. Could he have gotten there? Maybe. We don't know. We're never going to know. Right. He's also younger than Poppy by five years. Um, you already said you thought Mark to is a hall of famer. He's yes. not, a, is he a yes. first ballot hall? No, of famer? no,
0: I don't think so. I mean, I, if, that the numbers he's, you're looking at, like, like I said, I've always known he was, he was, uh, you know, a, a get guy, a get shit done kind of guy, fucking not so much celebration. You just know when he gets up there, something's going to happen.
1: He played for the team. He's kind of like, than...
0: he's like how Johnny Gomes was.
1: Ooh, good call. You
0: know what I'm saying? In our in our thir- in our our freaking 13
1: run there. Yep. when we,
0: He just was that player that when he gets up there, you never know what's going to happen. I always but tell, you know something I always tell good. the kids
1: I coach, you don't play for the name on the back of your jersey. You play for the name on the front. Yeah. And I think Poppy's the same. Teixeira's the same. Let's go to the guy who plays for the name on the back of the jersey. Now, there was one stat I didn't bring up, and I'll bring up now. Here's Alex Rodriguez's numbers as of his retirement last night. Lifetime batting average...
0: Two ninety five, which is really good. Three
1: thousand one hundred fifteen hits, six hundred ninety six home runs, two thousand eighty six runs batted in, one PED suspension, and that's if there's not that PED suspension. Is Alex Rodriguez the first ballot yeah. Hall of Famer?
0: Fuck yeah, the the home runs alone, number one, number one. I, I mean, four
1: hundred is usually the benchmark to get into the Hall of Fame. teixeira has got it, Poppy's got it. I think Teixeira maybe. And is you the say third, six hundred, right? Six ninety six. Almost four away from from seven hundred home runs from the legendary Babe Ruth. Eighteen, yeah. which is an average season for him. For there was a run from two thousand three to two thousand ten. He averaged. Fifty-two home runs a year. Mm -hmm. That's a badass motherfucker. He's a three-time MVP. He's a one-time World Series champion. He's a fourteen-time All-Star. He's a ten-time Silver Slugger. Do you want me to go on? But there's also one thing that people you can't ignore. And look, I went back. I said about the Homer thing earlier. Here's the objective part. I'm going to tell you, as a Yankee fan, that PED suspension kills it. He will go into the Hall of Fame. He should. And I'm going to be the first. And as
0: a Red Sox fan, let me say this: If it was to found out tomorrow. That Poppy has the same. It's brought up. Then yes, that discludes him and all his numbers from the Hall of Fame as well.
1: All the way, or from the like that you know that all first the way. ballot. Cal, Ripley I'm sorry, gimmick.
0: dude. I'm sorry. If you cheat to win, you don't get to have your name so you're, in lights. You're putting
1: Alex Rodriguez, and I, I, look, I'm going to agree with you. I already know mm-hmm. what the answer is going to be with. Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Sammy yes. Sosa, Mark McGuire, Rafael yes. Palmeiro—all five of those names that I mentioned—without yes. that PD, without that lingering clown, first ballot Hall of Fame. Fuck
0: yeah, they were—they were heroes. They were, but the thing is, because they used that, we don't know what they really could have done. Mm-hmm. And you have people like Carl Ripken Jr. and you have people like Dextera, and you—and right now, you have people like. Ortiz. And you have people like fucking Petey that go out there and they bust their ass every fucking day and they do it naturally.
1: I'll say it right now. Whenever that little midget retires, if Dustin Pedroia isn't first ballot Hall of Fame, there's a problem with the system.
0: Because they're going to go by numbers, dude. They're going to go by numbers. And he is a really good RBI. He really is. Okay,
1: and that's a great stat. Let me let me grab one more because and, and
0: defense. Let's let's face it. When he's on that fucking that shortstop, dude, oh, he is amazing. He's fucking insane. Some of the throws he makes, and that's a lot of the things you gotta. You know, when you're putting into position, also what he's doing. I'm
1: gonna I read you these stats, and then I'm gonna tell you who they belong to. And when I read the stats, I'm gonna ask first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. Lifetime batting average three ten. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Pretty much, right? <laughs> three thousand four hundred sixty five hits. Two hundred and sixty home runs, thirteen hundred runs batted in. In your mind, is that a first ballot Hall of Fame? See, family? the home runs is what's killing it. Okay, but and when you, but what, what, what position? Shortstop. Oh yeah, see, that's that's why I'm. But when you attach the name Derek Jeter to it, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: But see, I, but that's also like Derek Jeter. I never looked at him as a hitter. I always looked at him. He was the captain and the defense. He, he, when a ball came by him,
1: it wasn't going by. It him. wasn't
0: going by him. I very rarely did I see an error pop up. One of, next one to of those Derek reasons they
1: called Derek Captain Clutch was because when they needed that hit, he gave you that hit.
0: And that's what I'm saying. A batting average of three ten
1: mm-hmm. lifetime. Oh, with, that's fantastic. Uh, that's
0: huge. Let's let's be uh, really break that fucking shit down, people. That means one out of every what two Eight times at bat, he's hitting it.
1: Yeah, every it's third every, time.
0: every no, like not even yeah. every under third time. So it's like one two hit, one two three hit, one two hit, one two three hit. You know what I'm saying? Like he that that's why. And then, like I said, now look at his defensive stats. Oh yeah, and I mean they're off the chart. The saves. Look at you know all the fucking shit that he's done. That's that's why. When I say Petey's going to go, it's going to be for the same reason. He doesn't have the home runs. He, he has the RBIs. He has probably, you know, I don't, he's not going to have 310. Let's be, I mean, Petey gets up to the bat and he does good.
1: Oh, yeah. But he's but not, not 310. 310.
0: Not 310, dude. That, when that's, you consider, that's
1: godly. 310 is, is ridiculous. Mickey Mantle's lifetime batting average was 298, but he also had 536 home runs. You have to weigh the scale. Jeter's got the badass batting average, low home runs. And the reason why is because he picked his shots. Oh, you, you he got wasn't, that right.
0: You, you know what? If he sat there and he wanted to wait around to get that home run up to 500, then that number goes down. Now you are looking at like a 294 or a 292. But he's got like, say, 424 home runs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that wasn't his image. That's not what he was known for. He was known for getting that shot in and getting that person on base so your big designated hitter could come up and hit all three of you in because that was, the, the you know, his batting average don't fucking matter. All that matters is every once in a while when he gets that home run and you need it, it's there. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jeter did his job and got the gal on base. Same thing with Petey. You know, Petey, somebody's on fucking first base. He gets up there, and now you know you got two people on base, and here comes Poppy behind him. Now you have a game-winning exactly.
1: situation. And you had that with Jeter and O'Neal or Jeter and Rodriguez or Jeter and anybody that went behind him. Giambi for a while. Yes. Fuck Giambi, by the way. Steroid bastard. When when you consider Ken Griffey Jr. got the highest votes for anybody to go into the Hall of Fame first time, lifetime batting average 284. You hit the ball, you win the game. It's as simple as that. So at the end of the day, guys, you have to look at things 100% objectively. Don't be a homer. Don't be one of these guys that sits around and says, oh, fuck fuck Derek Jeter. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Why don't you look at it from a perspective like we look at it? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying be like us. I'm saying think like us. Be cool. Look, it's not war. No. It's not war. It's a freaking game. I can sit and eat and drink with a Red Sox fan. I can sit and have Christmas with a Red Sox fan. I can... Marry a Red Sox fan for all I care, but at the end of the day, it's not war. It's a yeah. freaking game. It's not changing my life in any way, shape, or form. Unless you're a Packers fan. Oh yeah, then then you're screwed.
0: But real quick, before we call up our our guest, I did have one thing that I wanted to kind of spit venom on. Okay. Um, and I and and we we actually for as great as we are as fathers, we've never actually kind of brought this up. And I kind of think, like at this point, it does. Okay. Um, deadbeat dads. Kill me. They kill me. I'm, I'm about sick of it. I'm about sick and tired of people, you know, just not either a getting the respect where the guys who are stepping up deserve it or b slapping the fuck out of these people. Like, like get them out of the fucking, you know, get them out of the fucking line. It's funny
1: you bring that up and I'm not going to bring it up in a public forum right now. Exactly. I'm having a little of the same issue on my end. Um, you know, even, even myself, when I was out of work and there was no money coming in, yeah, my ex-wife railed me. You know, Where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? My daughter didn't suffer, and as soon as the Thank money you. came in, money, 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 doing my due diligence. Um, it's, it's the guys who don't spend time with their kids. It's the guys who don't provide for their kids. It's the guys that even when they do get their kids, it's they plop them in front of the television – and they go about their business, yep. and they don't do the right thing by the child you created. To me, th- there's no worse crime. The,
0: the biggest thing is, listen, you're going to do that. That's fine. But when you have somebody that's willing to step up and be what you're not going to be, you don't get to open your fucking mouth no, you at that point and And say what you think is good for your All fucking right, kid at feeding, that point. I'm you're sorry. feeding that sorry. I'm sorry.
1: If you're feeding that kid, 99 percent of the time, if you are checking their homework, if you are coaching their teams, if you are teaching them how to be a young man or a young woman, if you are doing the job of a father and you're not their blood, you deserve twice the credit that the other sperm donor.
0: Or, like I said, or you just need to shut your mouth and just realize. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Resonates right? true right about. Or, that. or, or say, hey, what, what could he, what he doing right that you know I, that I'm doing wrong? But or you try know, to learn for that. but that that's where we go into that whole pride thing again when we talked. Many many times before with these keyboard warriors and shit mm-hmm. like that, you get this you get this sense that somebody's attacking you know you personally and you know what we kind of are because especially I, I made the post the other day and it's funny like only the real people responded to it you notice that okay I said uh, on Facebook um <clears throat> you know when you, when you are lucky enough to get into a child's life you cherish it like of your course. own fucking breath absolutely and if you can't do anything with that you need to step the fuck down
1: and and you know what women the real
0: like I said the real people. Mm-hmm. Liked and commented on that, yeah. and and there was there were so many people that didn't go anywhere next to that, didn't Course even not. touch that. You know Course what I'm saying? Not. Because you you can't you can't say it diligently and not have any fucking passion
1: behind it. You can't oh, without question. Like
0: like right now, how you know how we got that zzzz yeah. about us going. That that you, just know, shows and it, you and it
1: goes for the women too. If you're a single dad like I am, and you bring your child into a relationship, that woman has to step up. Mm-hmm. And if there's a mom on the other end that is maybe not performing their duties, I'm not saying that about my situation, your situation, or anybody else's situation. I'm saying it does happen where the mother is the one that just kind of sitting back, eating the bonbons, just waiting for the checks to roll in and not being a part, an active part, going swimming, reading books, uh, talking about life yeah. with their kids. They just expect, well, when I shovel them off to dad's, Dad's gonna take care of all that. Yeah, no, exactly. you're, it's a parenting thing. You created that child together. You're gonna raise that child together. If you can't be fifty percent of the equation, get the fuck out.
0: Well, that, and that's the other thing is like a lot of people think. Okay, well, what was it do? Like, you know, you doing like just just like with my situation. You know, obviously, I went through my divorce. I'm going through that shit right mm-hmm. now. I have my boys on the weekends too. Um, when stuff falls through, and I I'm not saying I get stuck, but something happens. Now it's taken away. My time with my boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 to me, it's bullshit. It's bullshit that you should feel like you get the power to choose and take control whenever you want to be there with your son. No, one, you don't, dude. One of the, one of the no, things, you don't. One you one don't the... get that fucking power. You don't get exactly. that fucking option. I don't know where people think they have a it's fucking option. And
1: we're going to go into that in a minute. But I'm going to tell you how many times I've said it to people. Okay, more specifically, the one I married. I don't work for you. No. Do not spew no. demands. Nope. We can talk about this we all day together. long. Exactly. We're this is here. a team. Until that little girl turns 18 and says, fuck you, bye, Felicia. We are a team. Mm-hmm. I do not work for you. I work for her. I work for that little girl.
0: Right, exactly. You both do. Case
1: closed. Exactly. You both fucking do. Exactly. exactly.
0: You both do. And that's... And I and you know in closing, because I, like I said, we could, we could tear off into this for oh, fucking man, hours nice. and I could just fucking rip, people, <laughs> I could rip people's heads off for real. <laughs> you... You chose to stick it. You chose to create it. You chose to bring it. Now you gotta fucking create it and bring it into this life. And like I said before, you can either A, create a beautiful life or you can just make this destructive path for this fucking child. And it's completely up to you. And when that kid turns around and wants nothing to do with your fucking life and becomes something and does this despite of everything you fucking taught him,
1: you need to, you need to just, Get the fuck out. Amen to that. <laughs> need to get the fuck Amen out. Amen to that. Well, I promised you guys a millennial in Loki and Jabroni's court. I'm going to bring him in. Oh, his level sounds great. He hasn't even spoken a word. Let's hope he's there. Maybe he's eating breakfast at Denny's or something. No, he does the Waffle House. Hello? It's Jason Lyon on the phone on the Loki and Jabroni show. What is going on, my friend?
2: Not a whole lot. Just, uh, just had some breakfast and... Ready to discuss whatever y'all want to discuss.
1: Well, I, I kind of want to give a little background. In fact, I want you to give a little background. Who you are, how old you are, where you're from. Uh, definitely tell people that you're a fantastic veteran in these United States.
2: Uh, I I am, in fact, a veteran of the United States Navy. Um, I'm 20, 25 years old. Uh, I'm currently there right now. I'm living down in Taylor, South Carolina, right outside of, right outside of Greenville, South Carolina. Um, we call him Captain
0: America.
1: America.
2: They call me Captain America, as, as well as they call me the Alaskan Assassin. I was waiting uh, for that. I did join the Navy from Alaska. I lived there for eight years of my life, and uh, so a lot of people like to uh, cherish my tradition. By uh, and uh, I had uh, I had some some guy. I think his name is Jabroni named me the Alaskan Assassin.
1: That was purely for video game purposes, but I love the fact that you really grabbed onto that nickname and owned it. You just owned it.
2: Absolutely and when I get a race car down here in South
1: Carolina, I'll put the Alaskan assassin right across that. Nice. Ass there. Now real quick, um people are gonna say, Well, oh, this guy's twenty five years old, he's part of that millennial crowd. In in making the video leading up to this week's show, I kinda I, I said you're a millennial but you're an old soul you are Absolutely. You, you have you have the workload and the work ethic and the desire and the passion to be the best at what you do every time you go out there like my like myself and mike and everybody else but you're stuck you're stuck in a generation where mediocrity is celebrated does that bother you
2: Oh, my God. You have no idea. Like, I, I absolutely hate the generation that that is surrounding me. Like, the the generation that's creating so many more problems for themselves that, that, that there's no way out of it now. Like, everybody wants their handouts. Everyone wants their participation trophies. Everybody wants to be glorified, but nobody wants to put in the hard work and nobody wants to put in the effort and nobody wants to put in the blood, sweat, and tears day after day after day. And it, it's absolutely bullshit that... You know, so many kids come out there and they they hit the workforce and they're working for five days, ten days, and they're like, "Well, I, I've shown up for these five, ten days. Where's my pay raise? Where's where's my benefits? Where's this? Where's that?" But they they don't want to do anything. Like it's it's absolutely insane. And then they'll sit there and they'll they'll be like, "Hey, let's vote for Bernie because Bernie Sanders is going to give us free free college, free this, free that."
1: Well, in the Talk end, in the end, nothing's free because it's going to come out of your paycheck anyway.
2: Absolutely. It comes out of people that have already busted their ass, already fucking went through college themselves and they're still paying for college themselves. Now they are finally in the workforce. So they're going to pay for this free college so that the millennials don't have to work for it. It's absolute bullshit. Like, come on now. If you, if you want to better yourself, you need to put something out there to better yourself. You can't get, you can't get your cake for free, you know?
0: Exactly. Good point. So, um, <clears throat> real quick, just to just to reemphasize on ex- exactly what you just said, the one place that actually decided to bring up the minimum wage, and by the way, they didn't do fifteen dollars; they only brought it up from nine, I think nine eighty six to twelve eighty something. That's quite a jump. It was yeah, but it was still three bucks, right? Yep. Was Seattle, Washington? Okay. That was yep. almost a year ago today that they did it. Do you think yep. it worked?
1: Um absolutely not. not. It didn't. No. I want I want to hear Jason's point and then I wanna Absolutely
2: not. So so the problem when whenever you do a big jump in the minimum
1: wage like that, all it does
2: is destroy the economy. So you so you think about it at first, sweet, everyone's got a little bit more money in their pocket. Where did that money come from? It comes from the businesses. So are these higher ups are they gonna just take a pay cut from themselves and then not and then just hand it down forward? No, fucking course not. They're gonna raise the prices on everything. So now you've destroyed the value of the dollar. What used to be five dollars for you to get a meal from this place is now gonna be ten dollars because now you have to pay those workers. So you have the big businesses, they're not gonna be hurt that bad. The small businesses close immediately. Because now if you you have you have a job where you have two workers under you, you're paying them $10 an hour. Now you have to pay them 12.50 an hour or whatever the minimum wage goes up to.
1: Now you have to you have to make more money from that. W- would you the, it, would you it, agree? It oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Would you agree? I understand when you you just put it out there very well and very eloquently that it does destroy I the economy. Actually, what
0: happened to him by the way? I have I have everything that happens. I'm, they, I'm, I have I'm, an update all of, right, I'm ready of, to hear of, of how it of what happened.
1: I want your opinion. Does it not only destroy the economy but does it also destroy the work ethic of those that are making the minimum wage saying, "Well, I've got a $12 an hour job. I can just skate now where guys Absolutely. like guys like you and me and you know everybody else out there who bust our ass and do what we do and we're very good at what we do have to struggle? And we're like, wow, you know, in about three or four years, what I'm making now is going to be the minimum wage, and I'm asked out.
2: Yep, exactly. And, I mean, I'm, one of my more recent jobs, I was working at a, at a metal manufacturing plant, and uh, I was making about $18 an hour. Now, when the discussion came out that minimum wage goes up to $15 an hour, Bernie Sanders makes it. Fuck working my working my ass off, sweating day in and day out. I'm gonna go work down at Dunkin'. I'll hand you a cup of coffee. That'll be fifteen bucks, sir. Thank but you. But you, you, Have you know a nice what, J-
1: Jason? Here's what the difference is, and this is where I'm gonna throw some shine on you. I'm gonna put the sunshine right up your ass, and this goes for Mike and myself as well. The difference between the kid coming off the street out of high school, expecting to be a CEO and working at Dunkin', and you or me or Mike working at Dunkin' is, if we do that for the minimum wage just to skate, we're gonna be the best at what we do. We're gonna put our heart and soul into the job. We're not just there to collect fucking money exactly in our system
2: exactly we go to a job so that we can advance so we can take care of ourselves in the future you put in the work you put in the effort you put in the sweat and tears today tomorrow it comes back to you
1: you mentioned earlier Oh wait, you had an update on Seattle. I'm waiting to hear. So this.
0: okay, so since you guys are all set, you're damn close to exactly what happened, of course. But just just a little off. So they raised it, like I said, about a year ago to date. They went from nine eighty six to twelve eighty six. What ended up happening was a lot of the businesses had to let go of at least one employee to cover for the other things. A lot of their full time employees had to go down to thirty two hours. <clears throat> just under enough to get insurance. Because the companies couldn't have enough people on insurance, they had to get rid of their insurance. So now people had to pay out of a pocket for insurance or go get Obamacare, and good luck on getting that halfway through the season or halfway through everything that's going on. Because of the hike increase of there, they ended up taking, like you said, a couple of their prices had to go up on some of their more popular items so that things weren't getting ordered as much, and people were freaking losing out on all that. Long story short, about four businesses went out of business. Four other businesses are looking for government aid. Some of the bigger businesses let go of about 40 employees in that immediate area. Did it help? No. It, it hurts so bad that people are actually begging to have the money back to where it was
2: before. Exactly. And, I mean, even if you don't look at it from the business aspect of it, you're destroying the value of a dollar because yes. now if you raise the value – uh, or if you raise the minimum wage, what you're doing is you're just saying every dollar's worth less. Exactly. And so by doing that, you're you're, you're destroying the com- economy on so many different fronts, and you're just you're not taking care of anything. You're not you're not solving any problems. You're actually creating more problems for Americans instead of just doing what we need to do and actually create jobs in this in this country. And once you, so I understand like everyone wants to say Obama's created or. Er, Has uh, had the unemployment rate decline over his entire time here in office. But bullshit. While, yes, unemployment percentage has gone down, it's not true employment. It's not employment that anyone can go out and work for 40 hours a week and provide for their family. So what we have to do is we have to bring this economy back into America, and we have to stop outsourcing every goddamn job out there, and once we bring that back to America and we create jobs that people are actually making good money in order to provide for their families, that's when our economy is going to grow exponentially. And that's when we're going to go back to like the old days, 40, 50 years ago, like just after the depression, when, when things started coming back and things started getting better. And so that's what we really need to do. And instead we're, we're still outsourcing everything. We've China owns America, like that 's for the most the part, part, you're part about about it. yeah,
1: yep. now, early on, you were a Trump supporter, and I saw an interesting little factoid last night. Um, Trump appeared on David Letterman about a year or two ago, and they were talking about his clothing line. Ties are made in Bangladesh, the shirts are made in China, the suits themselves were made in Thailand, and this is the guy, and I know I know since you and I have had great conversations about this, and you 've opened your eyes to what kind of a dickhead we're looking at this is a guy who wants to make america great again yet he's not giving americans jobs but he'll tout all day long oh i give thousands of people jobs that's great your big some of your biggest money makers are being done in bangladesh china thailand that's exactly where you're going with this conversation right here absolutely
2: so i mean so one of the things i did like about trump that i don't even know if i believe it um, what he was talking about, you know, making it more difficult for people to outsource to China, outsource to Bangladesh, outsource to anywhere. As he's going to he's gonna tax the living, living shit out of it. So when he taxes that, not only is that going to make money come back to America more, but it's also, it's going to create more jobs here in America. By doing so, that. so essentially you're, you're saying
0: that Trump is going to stop making ties out in China and start making them in America once he passes this law then.
2: The man makes so much money, I doubt he would do it himself. It's (laughs) going to be one of those politician things where he says, hey, you guys got to do this. You guys got to follow your secret clearance stuff, but I'm going to delete these 3,000 emails, all
1: right? Oh, I think you're talking about the wrong one now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. There's no love for that bitch here. You
0: know
2: Let me tell gonna, you that no, right now. You know now. What he's going to do? <laughs>
1: if, if he's going to be true to his word and he wants to bring jobs to America, the first thing he's going to do is he's going to import all those workers from Bangladesh, Thailand, and China. He's going to bring them here. Right, he's going to get in the world, whereas we can't get the world. We have to bust our ass for what okay. we get. And then he's going to put them up in hotels or apartments or whatever, and now we're just sucking more and more money out of the economy now, little yep. Johnny, little Johnny is going to not get his and just desserts.
0: All right. So and
2: the
1: funny thing is, is I doubt he's going to bring them in legally.
0: Nope. <laughs> all right, so, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because we got to we got to we got to start running this down a little bit for you. Um, tomorrow, Jason Lyon decides, fuck it all. I got enough money. I, I, I win the lottery. I want to become president. What are you going to tell the American people that you're going to change about this world to make them vote for your ass?
2: Uh first off like I'm going to I'm going to do exactly what everybody wants, you know, like because everybody wants to have an economy that's growing, an economy that provides for each family member provides for everybody i'm not going to have all these free free handouts yeah exactly the american dream i'm not going to have all these free handouts you have to work for what you get and if you can't work for it then you don't get it i'm sorry i don't have any sympathy for you like i'm very very much into the you know survival of the fittest so if you this isn't gonna get me elected by the way, by any means. <laughs> there's way too many lazy Americans in this country. There there's way too many people in this country that want handouts, that want things to go their way without lifting a finger. So I would never be elected president, but I would definitely stand for this and I think I could get a decent amount of percentage. I think I can make it to the third party, fifteen percent. Um but you know, I would I would definitely be like, There's no fucking handouts, there's no fucking free this, no free that you work for what you do. I'm gonna legalize the shit out of marijuana because the did so, so like, not
0: have a- H- Hunger Games is going to be a fact, essentially.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have you in Hunger Games? <laughs> exactly. So I mean, you got You got to figure out a way to survive. And if you, there's going to be tax breaks. All right. And so the lower you, lower your income, the more taxes or the less taxes you're going to pay. So I mean, as you go up. It makes sense. You know, the top one percenters are going to pay a pretty hefty percentage. Does that suck for them? Absolutely, it sucks. You worked your ass off to make it to the top one percent. For some of them, some of them are old money. Some of them are the new money. The new money is going to suck more for them than the old money. But the, you're going to get taxed
0: out well, of the ass. Let's uh, let's let's just real quick. Let's just real quick tell the people how this shit works. Because when a millionaire puts their money in the bank, their interest is their tax deductible right there. That's, that's yeah. how they pay for their taxes. When me and you put our fucking... don't matter if you have $10,000 in that checking account or not, dude, you ain't getting shit back. Exactly. So you're going to charge me my rate, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I ain't getting interest now, back for where, nothing. No where. home equities, no nothing. Millionaires own houses. They own mm. all these other Yachts, things. Everything businesses. else has equity and everything else you could put towards it. And you got taxes and everything else that goes into the bank that they get, they get interest back mm-hmm. on. Not to mention hey, let's, you know, because I got this extra money laying around, I can throw it towards stocks and bonds and all this other fucking shit to Your back Your money's me up. making money so, for you. Right, exactly. Our money isn't making money. What we make is what's going into the fucking bank, and we're spending on and, our fucking let family. Me,
1: let me just tell you, because I had an argument in the banking business about the biggest fraud in history. All these banks are linked. They're all FDIC. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. all part of the same family. regardless yes. of the name. The, regardless of the name you see out front, they are all the same family. Fuck it's yeah. all going in a communal pot. Now, if And you, they're all too big to sell. Exactly. And if you, sir, have a little card that says Chelsea Groton Bank, and if you, sir, Jason, now that you're in South Carolina, have First Union or whatever, and I have whatever bank I have, and you go, say, to... Let's just throw Bristol, Tennessee. They're going to have a race there next week. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of mildly interested in it. And let's say you go to that place and you, you're short on cash. Well, let me go to the ATM. How bad is it that they're charging you? They're, they're basically asking you to buy your own money.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly.
1: If they're, all, if they're all in the same pool swimming together, why do you have to buy your own money? Well, it's not only like that. Some of these
0: places, you go into one, it's like $2. And then if you go into like 4 50 casino
1: is $6. Yes, it is. I'll give. $6. Let me give credit where credit is due.
2: Um, Here's the other issues I have with the banks, though. I mean, it's, so you open a checking account with, let's just say, Wells Fargo, because I've, I've seen too many friends go down this this road. Okay. You put a hundred dollars in your bank account. Yep. Now you pull out. $80. Now, you're below the minimum amount in your bank account, which is $25, so they fine you $30. So yep. now your bank account's negative. Now, when your bank account goes negative, they fine you again for being negative. The yep. next day, $20. they fine you again and again and again and again and again. And so then, by you still having $20 in your account from the beginning, you now are negative money. And you owe the bank money because mm-hmm. you didn't have it, enough yeah, money
1: exactly. invested in them. exactly. All of a sudden, Liberty your $20 before, has before turned left into Liberty negative bank. 70 bank.
2: They were
0: at $35 for a bounce check fee. This is Liberty Bank. Now, my ex at the time loved to do that. So, (laughs) what would happen is, there would be like a $5 charge, or no, my bad, it would be like 11 bucks, because it was like a pack of cigarettes and an energy drink. Okay. All right. That pack of cigarettes and an energy drink ended up costing me $50. Yeah. Because of the fucking bounce charge fees. Now, everything else that went through subsequently, you know, that she did like two days ago, lunch. Um, you know, hair products, something else, wherever she went there, four other things all bounce at yeah. 35 bucks a pop. Now these motherfuckers just made almost $200 in fees off of me. Yep. You take, first of all, you thing. take a direct deposit from me every fucking week. You know, the fucking money's exactly. going to be there. You can't trust me enough to fucking spot me.
1: Fuck you, banks. Fuck you very much.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's,
1: and it's, a it's retarded. It's
2: absolutely insane.
1: Now, you just recently were in New Hampshire. I, I'm going to bring up racing again because I'm generally just genuinely excited for next week. You, you were just recently and these people in New need bailouts,
0: by the way. Oh yeah,
1: these, these people, people overcharge
0: people every Fantastic fucking day, point. and you need a fucking bailout. Fantastic. Fuck point. you.
1: You were just in New Hampshire. I was just in Dover last October. I was in Charlotte. When you go to an ATM at a NASCAR race. Do you know what the fee is? Five bucks, right? Fifty cents. Oh wow. Okay, that's not bad. Because they're owned by the, oh, they're, they're owned right. by the track or the parent company like Speedway. So they're or, only
0: that's their charge.
1: It's their charge. They they're taking care of their people, and it's a lot like um, I'll throw Fenway Park and Yankee Stadium. I've gone to the ATM Fenway Park in Yankee Stadium. It's like a buck fifty. Yeah, they're, which they're, you would think they'd blow you up. You th- first of all more people go to the nascar track that 50 cents adds up you get 110,000 people that's going to add up now you go to yep, fenway park exactly. you go to fenway park it's 35,000 yankee stadium 55,000 depending on if the high dollar fucking steinbrenner seats sell yeah, yeah. but yep. regardless you know you're going to make your money but you want to also take care of the people that and you, uh, jason and i have this conversation jason you I'm going to have four rapid fire questions for you in a minute you're a guest so you have to do it no questions asked the, okay. Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons just announced their new stadium. When it opens next year, the food is going to be dirt fucking cheap. You're looking at two dollar hot dogs, three dollar beers, uh, that's so amazing, two fifty hamburgers. And Arthur Blank stood there. As much as I think that man is an idiot for drafting some of the worst fucking people in history, he's taking care of the people who sit in those stands and wear the black and red. And they say, you know what? We're going to give you our money. We're giving you hold our on, money.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Let me challenge
1: that real quick. I don't think anyone goes to see the Atlanta Falcons play. They see whoever's visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Don't make not, me... Not if, not if you're in Atlanta. Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> if you're in Atlanta, you're going. If you're if you're an outsider, you'd be let's, like, dude, Drew, the Saints let's, are in
0: town? Let's, yeah, let's be honest. Even Browns fans have their fans, buddy, all right? And, I they, give, and they, we I talked credit. about how sad no, they that's are today. How I,
1: and, I, and that's how I became a Falcons fan. But I'll say this. If you go to Tampa for a baseball game, the Rays... Probably take up a quarter. Raise fans. Well, and I was gonna say, let's, let's, fans let's, let's not forget. Else.
0: Let's not forget how the Rays were formed. They were they were formed to be Red Sox killers, pretty much. From from their pitching staff to everything that they made, they were designed to destroy the Red Sox. After two thousand seven, I honestly for, for and they a did of, a great job for, for about years, three fucking years there. I'll a lot tell of you, years, yeah.
1: I thought Steinbrenner was, was payrolling the Tampa Bay Rays because they couldn't <laughs> touch us. But they oh, sure no. did beat the shit out of you. Oh, no. They, they
0: had our number. They had All right,
1: Jason. Number. Usually okay. when we have a guest, we have what's called Furious 7. It's rapid-fire questions. you got to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. But because I didn't prepare for this, I'm going to give you something called Fast 4. I just need the first okay. four things that come out of your mind. Are you ready? All right. Number one, toilet paper. Roll it over or roll it under. Wait a minute. What was that? toilet paper roll do you roll it over all right man so (laughs) it's definitely roll over like it's definitely
2: away from the wall if there's a diagram for that that (laughs) that that, that should definitely have a wall in it but some people post facebook pictures and don't have a wall in it
1: it doesn't matter look i'm asking you when you when you load that toilet paper roll onto whatever gimmick you have it on does it roll it rolls over perfect number two participation trophies kill them or continue them
2: Destroy those. Destroy those and any bit of evidence that we ever had them.
1: Excellent. Number three, best biscuits and gravy in South Carolina.
2: Dude, uh, I have not tried every place, and once I do and I plan to, I will get back to you on that answer.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, the answer is Bob Evans. There's just no, no Oh, no, no, no,
2: no, no, no. Have you been to Toast in Charleston, South Carolina? That Where, place well, is amazing.
1: I have not, but I've been to Taki's Diner in Darlington, and it is just as good. Um, I haven't been I haven't been in Charleston since I moved out, so, uh, again, I don't have a frame of reference.
2: Well, you come down there and you try out Toast because they got bottomless mimosas last time I was down here. Yeah. Mouth. Four years ago, four or five years ago, it was bottomless mimosas for eight bucks. Ooh! While you while you eat your meal, and they had amazing food, no matter what you ordered, you were you were going to leave there full and happy and not a
1: complaint from anybody. I get that, and I'll give you my reason on Bob Evans. It doesn't matter if you go to Bob Evans in Noblesville, Indiana, Charleston, South Carolina, Richmond, Virginia. It's just as good everywhere you go. It, this is not Olive Garden where people burn shit on a daily basis. They yep. they do it right everywhere you go. I give Bob Evans my nod, but again there's always a roadside diner that'll kick the shit out of anything you ever see. But
2: I mean at the same time though, i every time I go to Waffle House, I can't get the biscuits and gravy right now. First of all, because I'm stop so why are you going to Waffle the- House? <laughs>
1: Because Waffle House is life, man. Waffle House is life. If you... you get the All-Star Special. You get the covered in chocolate oh, and the grounds. No. Oh, man. You're not getting an argument out of me on the All-Star Special, but if you want biscuits and gravy, stay the fuck away from Waffle House. Oh, I've yeah. never had it. I can't get away from stay the away from All-Star it. Special. Dude, I'm telling you, if find, you. Find
0: yourself a mom pa's place. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the best thing to do. Go find you... yourself a nice little mom pa's place on the fucking side. Order yourself some tasty fucking biscuits and gravy, and then go back yep. to Waffle House the next day.
1: For, no. First of all, if you eat biscuits and gravy at Waffle House, expect to spend the next two days on the ship. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. Don't eat it there. Don't eat it there. I'm saying when you you want biscuits and gravy, go find a nice little fucking mom, pa's fucking deli. I'm telling you, that's you're going to find the best fucking biscuits and gravy
1: in the world right there. All right, last question, and we're going to let you go and do your business. Preseason Super Bowl pick as it stands right now.
2: Oh, man. Uh... I have not been spending enough time in the football league to answer this question right now, but I will say this. I don't think the Patriots are going to be there because Tom Brady is the worst (laughs) quarterback to touch the football.
1: You might want to listen to what happened before you showed up and then you'll have some fun.
2: Oh, Oh man. So anyone who says that he's a goat... Absolutely, fuck no! Like you got, you got to look at him compared to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning blows him out of water every day of the week. But Peyton Manning is no longer the sheriff has written, He's no longer in town. So for this year, I'm and gonna don't forget. There's still, team. there's
1: still a Manning out there. There is still a Manning out there. And as there matter fact, a
2: matter of fact, his little sister, <laughs> his little sister Eli, still plays for the Giants. I agree.
0: <laughs> hey, so so far that little sister's got Tom twice. Yeah, he does.
2: Absolutely. I mean, his little sister's still better than a lot of the NFL quarterbacks out there. But he still no Peyton, you know. Oh, God, I still, no. I still oh, remember, God, no. I
1: still remember that face when they, when he got that big touchdown. Peyton got that big touchdown in the last Super Bowl, and they immediately switched and the they camera. Panned. Oh, was they that
2: right to Eli and the the look of disgust on? That was face. that not the best Peyton. thing you ever saw? But Peyton did come back to defend him and say that Eli is just like Peyton and is an over analytical quarterback. And so instead of going. And being happy for him, he was analyzing and going, well, they've got to go for two. And they did. And then when they went for two, they pulled out the W. You know, Peyton Manning, the champion. The winner, which, go.
0: which, by the way, if you do actually go back and witness his, his the look on Eli's expression after they went for the two, it was exciting. He was mm. happy for his brother at that point. So it was it
2: was an amazing moment, right? So to Credit go back to and go. say that he
0: was an, you know analyzing the whole point, I can definitely see I that. But at the same time, I have a brother too, and I'll tell you what. Brotherly love is a funny thing. You want the best for your brother, but sometimes but you want, to kick you want that motherfucker to fail and drop on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: no, see, I'm, I'll argue that. I don't, exactly. want, I don't want my brother to fail, but I certainly don't want him to be one step above. Listen, on the listen. Yeah, let,
0: let's, let's be honest with you. That win brought him above oh, Eli. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude.
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm but sorry. But like, Eli had a win. lot to talk about, you know, beating the Patriots. He had a lot of fucking shit on his fucking brain that he could talk about. This was the one win where Peyton could be like, look, games. I'm I'm back up on top again. I'm no the big question. fucking brother. No.
1: What, what I'm going to say here is, and I, I've said it to Jason more than once in, in personal face-to-face conversation. You've yet to answer the question, my friend. All right.
2: So my team that I'm just going to throw out there, uh, my follower would be proud of this one. I'm going to say the Seahawks, you know, oh, wow. uh, Russell Wilson. I hope Russell Wilson can actually... Uh, you know, bring future's the team fucked with really his mind too much, out.
0: bro. Future's fucked with his mind too much. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, the games that future is playing with this fucking young buck. He's fucked with the wrong Twitter woman. Listen, no, 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 dude. No, listen, listen. So you don't, Wilson, you don't I, I fucking, you don't screw around with an old fucking mobster gang banging rappers fucking girl, dude. And, and Russell Wilson's this little innocent virgin kid. This girl's going to eat him alive, dude. This fucking girl is going to eat him alive. Eat him alive. You can see it in his face. Look at the face. He's got like, what was it, two weeks ago on TMZ when he was in the limo getting out. Did you see the piss face? Oh, yeah. You no fucking his girl just got a fucking text from future not even five minutes from that <laughs> and he was like what the fuck is that bitch fucking texting you for now i'm telling you his mind is not in football this year it's all about his woman right now
2: absolutely but if he can get it into football i mean they got the, guy, the their defense yeah, is always a big a if defense. bro yeah, that's a is. big if absolutely absolutely and i told you already i haven't been watching that much football but i'm gonna go out with a gut feeling on this one a blind side gut feeling and I'm going to throw it out there for the Seahawks this year. If they can get everything together and they can run it out right, they're usually a pretty good contender to make it to the championship. Oh, absolutely.
1: They've been, I'm good. They've been, been there the every year. The so what do you got for AFC? Oh, yeah, you got to have an opponent. Don't say the Patriots or I'll end this call right now.
2: Oh, you you know who I'm picking for AFC. I know they're not going to make it, but Colts. you got to give it up to my Colts. Count yep.
1: on losing this Sunday. Uh-oh. Count on losing this Sunday, Colts. No. no, 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 no,
2: That may be an acronym, but it's not an accurate acronym.
1: I understand. It's all in good fun, my man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Jason Lyon. He is a Navy veteran. He is, we like
0: to call him Captain America around he is here. he's
1: Captain America. He's the Alaskan Assassin. He's a 25-year-old old soul, and he is the embodiment of what America should be. Jason, thank you for taking time out to talk to us.
2: America. America. Right. appreciate it. Have a good day, brother. <laughs> Later, bro. All
1: right, thank y'all. All right, see it. Right, bye bye.
0: See, that's that's what we talk about here, people. It's 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 not hard to want something. There's there's enough there's enough out there nowadays where listen, you can make yourself anything. I I started this world off as a carpenter. I went through training. I I I was an apprentice. I went through everything. We lost the job. We lost everything we had. There was no other place that wanted to pick me up because I wasn't a full carpenter yet. I had to change my fucking stat. I had to become completely different. I changed everything, got a new job, became a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Now I taught myself how to weld. I'm a fucking damn fine mechanic. I taught myself that shit right there. Mm-hmm. I'm still a good carpenter. You know, you can. I could have sat there, and, and it's funny with this whole Crohn's thing. I tell people all the time, you know how, how easy I could just sit here and be like, get a disability for my Crohn's.
1: I could do the same thing for the diverticulitis. You're absolutely right.
0: You know what I'm saying? And how many people do that? Listen. Did you do that? No, I didn't. Did I do that? And I'll never do that. No, you're right. I, I will wake up and I will go to work through pain. I'll suffer. I'll, you know, I'll eat something wrong if, here if and there. Too, and it's, it's my it's, own fault. If it's too much. <laughs> it's my own fault. If it's too
1: much, knowing you the way I do, much like me, if you can walk, you can work
0: if it gets to that point, no, absolutely. I have, I have called out a few times for it. I'm not going to say I'm fucking invincible when it comes to that. However, I don't use it as an excuse. And that's exactly my point is there's too many excuses out there. There's too many things that people can use as an excuse. And what we need to do as people is stop making so many excuses for each other. And we need to start lifting each other up. Mm -hmm. And instead of fucking bashing people, when they're down, you need to point to them and you need to be, Hey, good job, dude. You you might've fucked up today, but tomorrow when you do it, you're going to get it right. Absolutely.
1: I'm gonna take what you said about changing. I come out of the Army communications. I went to school to be a teacher. That didn't work out. I went into went into professional radio. That didn't work. I went into retail management, did that for 18 years. And then I became an x-ray technician. And now I'm a records management guy. If everything works out on Tuesday, I'm gonna be selling insurance. And you know what? It's okay. And I'm forty-three and I'm I'm okay to say it. It's nothing if you have the drive, you can learn something new every day. You can point to someone that works at Taco Bell and they worked there since high school and then they go into, say, building a car and at a, what is it, a SIA. I'm getting to the point of this in a minute. And then when SIA falls through, they go to firefighter school and they become a firefighter. But on the side, they're doing tiling. Chad Hatfield did that. Our friend Chad Hatfield has changed and he's learned mm-hmm. but he hasn't forgotten what it's like to work at SIA or Wabash National building big rigs. When you see a truck on the road, look in the bottom right corner, see who built it. If you see Wabash National, if it's an older truck, Chad probably built that. It's never you're it's never too late to learn something new. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. I could be 63 and if someone says, "Hey, Chris, you want to learn welding?" Fuck yeah, I want to learn welding. And if I'm not good at it, at least I tried. that's the point. Exactly. A lot of these kids come up and they decide at, say, like, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15, I'm going to be this. Because they're told the first half of the equation. You can be anything you want to be. What's the second half of that equation? As long as you work for it. If you work for it. I'm watching the Olympics all week. I'm watching these people that have worked their asses off since, like, the age of five. And Jason and I had a little bit of a... Not a fight, but it was a dis- It really was a discussion. It really is about the spirit of competition. But if you're at the Olympics to do anything other than win, get out. You're Let a fool. somebody else in there. You're exactly. A fool.
0: Greatest pitcher, uh, our buddy fucking um, Matt Bissett.
1: Are you talking it? about Matt Bissett last night winning the championship? Oh, yeah, well, not, no, no,
0: no, not that. That was good. That was I, I, I love that because he shut a lot of people up. Number yes, one, he did. they didn't and think I, he could do it. No, and, and he deserved that. Num- number two, um, Tugman. Mm. Posted that picture,
1: wringing his shirts out.
0: Well, that was that. Not only that, I'm talking about the you know going with the Olympics. Okay, where you got Phelps and he's fucking running up ahead and he goes, winners focus on winners, losers focus
1: on winners. Exactly, on winners. Winners, and he was. The losers focus on winners. You could see him
0: looking at Phelps and like, fuck, I'm behind him.
1: Katie LeDecky last night blows her yes. own by seconds. And I know everybody's like, oh, seconds, that's not a lot. When you're swimming in a pool, seconds, three seconds is a lot. I watched her do the 800, uh, and how she about, makes how that How hold turn. your breath
0: while you're drowning and see how fucking big three seconds right, feels then? Exactly.
1: I watched her do that last turn for the last 100 meters, and she is nine seconds ahead of her closest competitor. And she is just swimming. And I'm watching this. I'm like, fuck, this is history. Mm-hmm. This is something we may never see in our life, our lifetime again. But who did it before her? She did. Mm -hmm. She broke her own record by three and a half seconds. And to watch her make that turn, and as she's turning, the other seven swimmers are still going toward the wall. She hits that wall. She looks up. She has time to take off her goggles, take off her uh, plastic do-rag, whatever you call that thing, the swim cap, and watch as the other competitors come forward. That is the product of hard work and dedication. Just because I'm you very, pick up a bat, you're not going to be David Ortiz. I'm very
0: proud of America in this Olympics.
1: They are not Not running. just
0: because we're destroying... But we came in with a chip on our shoulder this year. Oh yeah, we really did. Every single one of our competitors came in with a chip on their shoulder, and I'm so fucking proud of them. I am. I'm so fucking proud. To and be you know an what? Let me right let now. me
1: throw right after the because right now
0: we we needed this. Oh, we, yeah. We're we are the joke of the world right now. Oh yeah, with our fucking presidency and everything else between that's going the criminal on,
1: and the racist. Yes, we are the joke. We are.
0: We are the fucking joke. Right
1: after Katie Ledecky does her fantastic world record, shattering her old world record. Here comes the men. And Michael Phelps comes in second. By like a half a second, three guys finish at the same time. Is he on the podium with a long face, angry, pissed off? No, here's a guy with 22 gold medals. One silver is not going to kill him. And you know what he did? He worked his ass off. He put in the work, and he took that reward, and he reached out. If I, I challenge you guys. Go find the replay of Last Night's mm-hmm. Medal Ceremony, He reaches out to the other two competitors, puts his arms around them, and is smiling. He's like, Guys, not only did I win a silver medal, the three of us made history. There's never been a three way tie for silver ever Mm -hmm. in an Olympiad is four years, is the thirty seventh Olympiad. Do the math yourself in the hundreds of years, there's never been a three way tie for silver. This guy And that's not his that's
0: not his his claim to his is a butterfly. Yeah. That, and he took gold on his butterfly yes, he like did. he
1: said he was going to. Yes, man. he did. And we haven't talked enough about the Olympics and I'm kind of I'm kind of sad but I'm not sad because look. I think
0: like I said, America spoke and watch shit. America spoke for itself. Yes. And if you guys have missed it, I'm sorry. Like it it's out there. The coverage is out there. It's been out there. Be proud of what we're doing oh, right absolutely. now as Americans. We are, we are really I am I'm really proud like I I can't say it enough. It's I'm fantastic. proud of our Olympians because they could they could be sitting back and being like using everything that's going on right now as an excuse, mm-hmm. and they're not. They're out there busting ass, and they
1: are fucking but taking this shit. But they got there shit. through the hard they're work that you shit. and me and Jason just talked exactly. about. Millions of parents talk about. You know what? And I, I I put up that spoof post, and I'll share it on the Logan Jumoni Show page. When did they give out the participation trophies at the Olympics? Oh, wait. They don't. Nope. Because hard work and dedication makes you a winner, not showing up. Mm-hmm. And that's what And these guys – listen. These
0: guys – I know, unless you fucking are are dumb, and I'm sorry, <laughs> these people don't get paid. No. Throughout the year. They, they do well, get... Well, they get sponsored. Yep. They get sponsored. But listen, if nobody's sponsoring them, they're not getting they're paid. They're on their own. Right, exactly. These people do not have multi-million dollar contracts. I think... Like, Go, like, go a ahead, lot of man. these sports, you know, like baseballs and shit like that. Like, that's why I kind of thought it was funny that when they when we did allow professional athletes... I was
1: going there with the basketball. Because... You've already made your money.
0: Right. Not only did you already make your money, but you train on this every single day, and you get the luxury of these high-class facilities mm-hmm. that you don't get charged for. Now,
1: I, I mentioned Skip Perry earlier, who brought up the fact that I was wrong on Jamal Charles slash Jovan mm-hmm. Belcher. He says to me, as we're sitting down drinking a couple beers last week, how come they don't have... Auto racing in the Olympics. You get the best of the best from each country. And in America, there's a billion different types. Well, it's a, uh,
0: isn't that the, the, the tour, right? Isn't there a fucking... There's the one that's over in Japan and France and England. And it takes all of the fucking... All is, the greatest but racers. but they don't... They don't televise it. No, you're absolutely no, right. But they, they also
1: don't. don't dip into certain countries. Like, it, America is not a part no, of America's it. No,
0: America's one of them.
1: In, in the, Not in the, the
0: vehicles. The vehicles aren't because they no. only use Ferraris, Porsches. But they're and, only
1: dipping from one pool. They're dipping from the Formula One pool. They're yes, dipping from the yes, IndyCar pool. Yes, yes, yes. What I'm saying, yes. and Skip brought this up, and he was very eloquent in what he says is, why don't we see Kevin Harvick or Dale Jr. or you know Kyle Busch? And you could take from this country Juan Pablo Montoya and this guy and that guy. And from Italy, you could take Tony Canaan. And you could take all these great That's racers. That's kind of
0: what NASCAR does, though, because they, nobody else – there to, is they, they, no NASCAR. They've been trying
1: to do it forever. It's called IROC. And yeah, you, when you get 45 people in the stands for an IROC race, it's kind of boring. Take the best of the best from all the countries that do this. And he brought it up, and I'm like, wow, you know what? I love the idea, but the execution would be flawed because how big of a field do you want? Because you have three hundred and change countries in the world, are you going to have a three hundred car field? And let's, and let's field? be honest,
0: dude. How many people? How many people have access to be able to do that? How many countries have the ability to put a track out there? The, tr-
1: the money, the, the and the, let the, their
0: let their racer do that. But he you brought know?
1: It, he brought that part up because you know they, when they run Monaco, they cordon off the streets for a day. Uh, Detroit does the same thing for the F one race,
0: right? But that's every day for these guys to practice. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can't
1: shut down a city for a
0: whole week. And some of these guys, they can go out on the track every single day and practice. Exactly. And some of these other guys can't. Baseball, it's different because, dude, you can pick up a stick and a rock and you're out there practicing.
1: The field is the same dimensions with the exception of the outfield walls. Exactly. You have the 90 feet. Of the 60, 60 feet 6 inches from the pitcher to the plate. It's the same
0: thing with golf. We can't do it with golf because you only have so many
1: golf courses. They're you bringing know what I'm golf back. They were talking about yeah. it last I mean, but,
0: but even like the Masters. The Masters has dropped 20% in the, in the ratings in the last fucking five years. Exactly. Now, is it because Tiger isn't involved anymore, or is it because people just don't but give a fuck about Justin it? But you still
1: have Justin and all these guys That's that up. That's what I'm saying, but, and...
0: but people just don't give a fuck no more. I think I think once the original shock of Tiger Woods hit it, you lost a lot of the quote-unquote, I'm not not going to say uh, mainstreamers. Hardcore? No, no, hardcore's still there. Hardcore golf watchers are going to be there, just like hardcore bowlers. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going to be there regardless of who the You're fuck gonna watch plays.
1: Candle pin for the money on the But the people that five. brought,
0: you know, like uh, a perfect example. As much as it's not real, Happy Gilmore. Yep. You remember when Happy Gilmore hit big in the PGA? The, the ratings guys like through the roof. Yeah, exactly. And the guy's like, but I hate these people. You know what I'm yep. saying? It's the same idea. I think the Tiger Woods generation of people are gone. And I think the ratings are dropping because people just don't give a fuck about the sport no more because, well, Tiger's not there. There is no, there is no tiger that is, right that now, is, dude. That is there definitely. is no tiger. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's nobody. He's a dynamic
1: out. figure, and he is. Even and he was now. a huge a figure, figure in golf, and before huge. that, it was Palmer and a bunch of these. Dudes. And even the
0: Jack, I mean, even the Bear, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you only had a few, like the handful of what we call hardcore watchers, right? Tiger brought in a whole – I still see it, dude. He
1: brought the fringe.
0: I will sit there, and I'll golf on a Sunday with my my dad and my uncles, and you will come across this god-awful set of people who have no right to be out on that fucking golf course at all. At all. But you know what, dude? They're having fun. And as long as they don't tear up the course too fucking bad, because that's what we have
1: course people to mm-hmm. do. Seriously, our man Frank from last week works at golf. Exactly. As, as, as
0: long as they don't tear it up too bad, I don't care. But that's what that's what he brought. He brought a new look. Hell, Nike was making. Billions off of his Nike
1: shit. That contract just ended. I read that. <laughs> exactly.
0: Is that crazy? Now Nike ain't making shit. People ain't buying that shit no more. Now all you guys are your hardcore. Buying shine, the Callaway. The buying Taylor Mail. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have another Tiger in the makes, dude. And and I don't see golf c- kicking it back up. I really don't. I can don't. definitely see that. I don't see it happening.
1: That. But to, to see, to close this out, to see the Americans just out there with an yes. ass. And again, a guy like Michael Phelps, who everything he touches is gold, to go and Grab a silver last night and to be happy for it, to be proud of it. Hard, he made his point. Hard work and dedication, he was, man. He
0: was happy with his performance at the Butterfly. Let's be honest. He, he set out to do what he wanted to do at the Butterfly, and that was to take home the gold with authority. Yeah. And he did. And hell, his rival, the one that was talking all that shit, what, Seon uh, or what oh, uh, his Ryan name? Oh, Ryan Lockie. Not Lockie. Oh, no, 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 the guy from South America, oh, the one that was sitting there doing the boxing yeah, and yeah, fuck shit, fuck the one yeah. who beat him last year in London, yeah, yeah, or not yeah. last year? I'm sorry, the last time in London. Ago. Yeah, no,
1: it was two years. Yeah, the summers.
0: 2012. That's right. Yeah, yep. 2012. Yeah,
1: no, oh, it was years. the Olympics. Yeah,
0: it was the Olympics in oh, London. You
1: know, it's how they break it down now. It, the summers every two years. Yeah, and, and, and winters.
0: Every, no, it's summers every four years, winters every four years. But they break they it up cross every two it down years. so it's two yeah. and two and two and two. Right.
1: We got the summer now and two years. And he beat him
0: by it was like a tenth of a second. It about was incredible. Yeah, it, it wasn't even. Dude, he didn't even get fucking placed. Nope. He was in fourth place. Not on the podium. <laughs> so, yeah, he was happy about that. Phelps set out to do what he wanted to do. Every American that's come in here, I, I'm, I'm so proud but of At the him. end of it, so it, it
1: comes down to two things, hard work and dedication. And determination. If you think for one minute because you pick up a bat, you're going to go to the majors, you're wrong. If you think for one minute because you could throw a spiral, you're going to go to the NFL, you're wrong. You have to work. Mm-hmm. And if a coach gets in your eye, you know what you do? It's motivation. It's not run to your mommy. It's not when. That's, that's
0: the difference right there of whether you're going to make it or not. Exactly. If you need to run to somebody else, I'm sorry, you're not going to make it. If you suck it up and you continue going on and you take those shots and you fucking take them bruises by yourself and you lick your own fucking wounds... You're going to make it. You'll be anything the fuck you want to be. Exactly. Real quick, just so everybody knows. um, What did you think Loki wanted to be when he grew up?
1: Oh, wow. It's a loaded question because (laughs) I I know my answer is going to knock you on your ass. Um,
0: You're not going to get it. I'm going to tell you right
1: now. uh, If I had to guess, and I'm just going by every kid I knew in our age range, you either wanted to be a cop, a doctor, or a fireman.
0: No. I want to be a pilot. Wow. I wanted to fly.
1: Wow. And I
0: wanted to fly for the military. Wow. I joined the Army for just that specific reason. I went to 82nd Airborne. They told me eventually I could fly Apaches if I... You wanted
1: to fly, but you jumped out of the airplane.
0: Yep. Yeah, because they they told me that was the best way to go to it because exactly I had to go through right. officer training and all that other shit. And one of the things you go through for officer training is jump school.
1: Right. So if but, you get well, the infantry... and, you and the you, infantry, was, you get through infantry, you get through jump school, you go to OCS and exactly, you're on your way. Exactly.
0: Um, Crohn's disease, unfortunately, took that away from me. Yeah. I was never able to fulfill that, and it destroyed me. I'm not going to lie. I, I've always I've wanted to be a pilot my whole fucking life. I always wanted to fly. Um, it wasn't set for me. Now, like I said, could I have sat back and said, fuck that, man. Fuck you. This is what I wanted to do. You took that away from me. That was the only thing in the fucking world that I wanted to do, and you took it away from me.
1: No, no. you didn't sit back. You worked your ass off, and you got to where you are. I wanted to be a teacher. That's no, I, I, definitely I, be, I definitely see that. I definitely see that. Used to pass knowledge on to people, not make them think my way, but give them the basics. Kind of doing that now, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> give them the tools to think in a different manner. Yes, two plus two is four. I didn't want to teach math. I wanted to teach history. I wanted to teach English. And in English, there's many ways around it. This is the most complex language in the world, according... And I've asked people... It's the truth. I've asked people it's who have truth. learned it as a second language. They're telling me...
0: We're so stupid. We we, we, we take words and just fucking make words because we want to make words. Fucking rhyme with words because we're failures at rappers and we can't take the original English dialect and we have to fucking make well, let's words. Let's take
1: the same word and switch the spelling so it means something <laughs> yeah, different. Exactly. I, I'm going to tear my shirt and you know it's just it's too much. But I have a tear rolling. It's spelled the same. And if you're a basic reader, if you're someone who comes into this country and doesn't, and is yeah. just learning. Wait a minute! See, I just cried my shirt. I just cried. Exactly.
0: I don't get that. No, no, he teared his shirt. He,
1: he tore his shirt. <laughs> uh, see again.
0: Now we have the word for tore. It's not tear. You guys basically say tore, what you because it already
1: happened. I'm going to throw this out here to you. And this is how stupid Americans are. I'm yes how stupid Americans are. You need about 140 words and about 16 to 18 loose phrases, and you've mastered the English language. Hello, may I have a cheeseburger? Stop looking at my tits. Where's the bathroom? Can I have a beer? And you have mastered basic American 2016 Mm -hmm. English. If you want to be smart educated and you want to project yourself as What you believe yourself to be, you continue to learn. You don't stop the outside forces from coming in and trying to teach you. The minute you put up your hand and say, nope, I'm not listening, you are unwilling to learn anything new.
0: Exactly, exactly. And
1: fuck you. (coughs) But big thanks to Jason Lyon, and big thanks to our sponsors, Sublime Inc., 577 Route 12, Groton, Connecticut. The phone number is 860-445-4200. They do fantastic work. I'm going to see Dave... Falcon Dave later this week. I'm going to get the uh, logo fixed up finally. It's healed up. I got to get go. my girl
0: in there. She's been wanting one too.
1: Nope, I'm going to have to go down and make that happen because <laughs> if she wants to, she can go see our man Falcon Dave Kovalec. She can see the bat girl herself, Dana Batz. She can see the not so hairy Justin Fur. No, he's. Or, wait a minute. I know Lady J. She's got a mean streak. She might want to go see
0: Dave the Nightmare. Crew.
1: She's going to mention, like every one of you should mention, that you heard it here on the Loken Jabroni Show, and Falcon Dave will come in and rub your butt with or without oil. Depends on how he feels that day.
0: Yeah, or bring your own oil.
1: Now, I have been waiting for this all week, (laughs) and I have a question for you before you get into your top It's actually,
0: you know what's kind of funny is it actually kind of played in, and I had no idea it was going to play in like this. (laughs) I really didn't, and we talk so much about baseball, it's funny. It It really is. It really is.
1: I, I have one question for you. And I got an answer. As a co- I, I hope to do. You're a coach, like me. Mm-hmm. You're a father, like me. Not only that, you're just an American man of, you're in your 40s, like me. Mm-hmm. When you look around and you see... Did I get snipped like you? Oh, no. My, my, <laughs> I'm fully functional.
2: I'm carrying around a loaded weapon, man.
1: I, I scare the shit out of myself sometimes. <laughs> That's where Go I'm going to leave it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice job. When you look around oh, shit. as a father, and I'm giving you the floor. Yeah, yeah. You look around as a father, as a man, as an American, as a veteran, as a hard worker, and you see our nation celebrate mediocrity. We just got done talking about the Olympics and how fantastic it was and the hard work. And I know we've talked about it before, and somebody's going to say, "Oh, you guys are beating the dead horse," or whatever. Two-part question, and, and and have it however you want. Does it piss you off that we're a nation that celebrates mediocrity with twelfth-place ribbons and participation trophies and whatever? The second question is: Our generation is the one that is pointed to—the forty, the forty to fifty generation. As the one that started this, kinder, gentler America, no child left behind, yada, yada, yada. Can we? First question is, obviously, how do you feel about a celebrating mediocrity? Yep. The second question is, is there a way to break this cycle and get our country back on track where the harder you work, you get rewarded?
0: Mediocrity always pisses me off. Um, number one, I... I tell people all the time I have I have I have scars all over my body. The one thing I don't have scars on is my face. I love my face. My face is <laughs> You have a handsome face. I have one. Oh, there it is. It's on my chin. I was roundhouse kicked during a freaking tournament and it knocked my it knocked me out. I was out for about 2 minutes. When I came to, I had my entire crew around me laughing their ass. I needed stitches. The guy, the guy rung my bell. Um, I believe I took fourth in that tournament. He ended up taking first. The guy was a badass. I ain't going to take it away from him. Did I believe I took fourth. I didn't get shit for Good. it. Good. I didn't get shit no for offense. it. No offense. I got a scar that I will never forget about. But you didn't get a trophy. Did it? Now, number one, I'm not there trying to candy coat this. Yes. Did it piss me off? fuck yeah well i was so mad that well number one have. number one i thought it was a dirty hit it was my excuse at the time because i made excuses back then
1: six of one half no, 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 no. of the other because I, I
0: made it. excuses back then i was young How and dumb. Were you? do you remember uh 17 okay yeah so you know i made excuses the world owed me everything the world owed me everything oh. see what i'm saying i did i
1: had that problem guy hit me low years. guy
0: hit me low blah 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 the whole time I could no dude, that was a legal hit. That was I'm sorry, dude. You left yourself wide open. I was trying to tell you the whole time, watch that, watch that, watch that. No, I couldn't take it up, blah, 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 I remember that that night when we get home and the stitches are all set and I'm changing out the dressings. And my mom, you know, she touched me. I slapped her hand away, you know, I'm like, stop. Like pride. It was, it was pride. it was a lot of pride, but at that point, like that's when it hit me. Like, you did this to yourself, dude. You know how many people told you to watch that? Right, watch his spin kick. Watch that spin kick. Thirty people told me before I went to that fucking match. Watch that spin kick. What the fuck did I get hit by? Did you crawl? Fucking spin kick. Here's my.
1: (laughs) And I'll I'll counter this with a question: Is did you crawl into yourself and basically shut down, or did you? At first,
0: yes. At first, I did. Everybody's
1: going to have that period. You have that morning period. I'm guessing, if I know you at all, it's like maybe one to three days.
0: It was, it was, like I said, when I was changing the dressings yep. that night when I looked at the scar. That's, that's when I woke did up. Did
1: it motivate you that if I can get Could into another better. tournament, I'm going to yeah. kick everybody's ass? And that's
0: exactly my point. And it did. It made me fucking work harder. It made me go there. What I started doing, obviously, I had the scar there. Mm-hmm. I was protecting my face more. I wasn't letting anybody get next to that during practices. And then even after it was healed, guess what I did? I fucking I did protected it more and more. I was more aware that this was here now. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't celebrate my mediocrity, I became a better fighter for Good. it. Good. I became a better person for it, and I became a better competitor for Same it. Same
1: with baseball. I remember the first year I played Little League, we won the championship out the door. Not because I was awesome, but we had an awesome team. Second year, not so much. Third year, not so much. I didn't quit. Mm-mm. I got mad. I want to win, I want that trophy. On my wall. You want it back, baby. Fourth year, championship. You want that back? Fifth year, championship. Going into older ball and then high school ball, you're hungry. You want to be the best. And I said this about the Olympics in my post, and, again, I'll copy that, and I'll put it on the page. You guys can chime in as often as you want. If you're out there, if you want to play a sport, if you want to join a competition at school, if you join the talent show, where everybody sings and dances and whatever. If you're out there to do anything other than win, you're wasting time. You're taking away a space for someone who is, has that competitive drive. Same in business. If This is a business for us. I don't want to be anything but number one. You don't want to be anything no. but number one. As, as a matter of fact, there? like I
0: said, right now, uh, I'm hoping we can both achieve our dreams that we didn't get to achieve through this show. Exactly. Number one, you get to become that teacher that you've always wanted to exactly. become. Exactly. And well, if I make enough money, I'm going to get my goddamn fucking flight license. I'm looking forward. <laughs> I'm as long as you laugh.
1: don't go full Thurman Munson on me, I'm looking forward to flying to the Bahamas with you. <laughs> Just don't go full Thurman Munson. That's a Yankee quote from a Yankee oh my fan. God. Don't yes, kill me. Yes, yes.
0: Come on, come on. You can't tell you And to answer the second part of the question, and in in lieu of uh, my boy um Gary Wolf, what was that question again? No, I'm just just (laughs) playing. I love you, Gary. I love you. I had to, bro. I had to. Love you, Gary. Um, What we have to do as far as as this country is concerned is it all starts with us people. It starts with the adults, and it starts with everybody that's listening to this show. You need to stop coddling your fucking kids. Everybody does it. I do it. Brony does it. Everybody that listens to this show, we do it. We coddle them. It's just because, listen, we were brought up on that age of when people were right on the cusp of what is considered, like we said with Adrian Peterson, what is considered child abuse and what is considered good punishment. We used to get the belt. We, I, I would sit there and fall asleep late at night and dread the fact when my dad would come home because I'm going to get the fucking belt when he gets home. It was a fucking fact of life. Every one of you listening right now knows you've been through this. But you know what? We were raised with fucking morals. We were raised with an understanding of how the fucking world works. Is it the right way to go? No. By no stretch of the imagination is punishing kids with a belt or a switch or anything like that the right way to go.
1: Do I want to whoop the shit out of my daughter? Absolutely. But no. do I want to teach her that oh, right, the world right. doesn't owe her a fucking favor? Absolutely. Right. And,
0: and this is my point. Like there's got to be a fine line before. Between judgmental parenting and ass kicking. There's got to be that fine line where we can kind of break it. The timeout method, you know what? Uh, we, we've said it before. That was Dr. Spock's idea. Dr. Spock's fucking kid committed suicide.
1: How'd that work out for you, D?
0: Hello, dude. Like, apparently there's a fine line between between ass whooping and being a, a constructive parent. Or coddling. Exactly. And that's why I said. Like earlier when you go, we got to stop coddling. We got to stop I heard doing what we're doing. It is it is on all of us now. We need to show our kids now it's okay to fuck up. It's okay no. to fuck up. You can be a fuck up. The problem is you got to stop being a fuck up when you realize that you
1: fucked up. The challenge here, and I'm... If you are between the ages of 20 and 45, the generation or the, the, comb- the combination of the two generations. Yes, It is up to... X and go, Y. Exactly, or however you want to put it. It is up to us... We're Generation instill, X, they're yeah, Generation Y. We. It is up to us to instill that value. Do not let a school counselor tell you that if you yell at your child, you're damaging their psyche. No, you know what you're doing? You're motivating them. Yes, exactly. If you think for one second, and I'll, I'll throw an example out here, Last weekend, I yelled myself hoarse. I didn't strike a kid. I didn't put a hand on a kid. I screamed drill sergeant style because it came down to it. I had had enough. You can go to any one of our mutual friends, Mike, right now and say, how did Chris sound on Sunday when he showed up at the – there was a conversation between you and Angela – at the, at the uh, Tokyo Sushi, where, by the way, if you want to have a great time and you're in the southeastern Connecticut area, go to Tokyo Sushi on a Saturday night. See these guys. <laughs> tell them I sent you. <laughs>
0: it's a good time, definitely. Shameless
1: plug. But, and I was told of a conversation where you and the immortal are standing together. Wow, he sounds like shit tonight. You know why? Because I've been screaming at kids for four fucking days. Drill sergeant style. Nose to nose, eye to eye, full lung. And my voice was shot. And I woke up Sunday morning. I had no
0: voice. No. No. First of all, he sounds like shit is not a perfect quote. She walked over and said, he doesn't sound too good. What are you fucking with?
1: <laughs> Auto tune that, that is, motherfucker. That is exactly.
0: That is, not a, that is not an exact quote, people.
1: <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's, it's a roundabout way. I did. I sounded like shit. I felt like it. And it's, it's from yelling at the children. Absolutely. Now, if they were in school... And little Emma or little Madison go to school and they're a little down and they get a little face on and someone goes, what happened? Oh, well, you know, if it's Emma, my dad yelled at me or if it's Madison, my stepdad yelled at me. The first question out of their mouth is not, well, why did you get yelled at? It's like, oh, my God, how do you feel? Fuck you. Perfect example. We have a talk with the kids. Don't throw your shit in the middle of the floor. When you come in, you take your shoes off, put them where they belong. Then they say, Okay. And 30 seconds later, there's a pair of socks and a pair of shoes in the middle of the fucking floor. And then dad I freaks just out.
0: I <laughs> told you. Then dad freaks out. And then they go over there. and They pick up their shit. And they give you the look
1: like, what are you It's like what we were doing for? here. If you tell me, Chris, don't hit that button right there. And I go, okay. And then... Thirty seconds later, I hit that button. Who's at fault, Mike or Chris? It's Chris because yep. I hit the fucking button.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: It's up to us. And
0: just like I said, put
1: that back into put that back into play.
0: My answer to that question is exactly that. It is up to us. And I and I'm not trying to and I'm not trying to sit there and say, hey guys, no, it's no, no, to- no, no, don't pass the buck. No, I even said I'm at fault. For making my kids I coddled my kids growing up sometimes. I absolutely did. Did I let them do the fun some of the things that I did? Hells to the fucking no. Because this world is fucking crazy now. But at the same time, people, we need to start instilling beliefs and honor. And in a way,
1: this. in a way that doesn't involve overly Pointing Painful, fingers. Point physical.
0: fingers. This is, you know, remember back in the day. What was the coolest fucking saying I've ever heard is when you point a finger, there's four pointing. There's back four at you. pointing back at you, dude. I fucking that's love that shit. Saying. It's a great fucking, and that's carried me through a
1: couple of years it now. It has, and, yes, and that shit
0: needs to come back. Yes, that it shit does. needs to come back. I'm gonna call that shit out because right fucking now. Because there's
1: sympathizers, and I'll go with you on this one. There's sympathizers that are standing behind the person pointing the finger, and as the one finger's pointing at you or me. And they're all like, "Mm Mm-hmm, you go, you're right, you're this, you're that and the four nobody looks at those nobody looks at those digits pointing back. Say, Well, maybe you had culpability. No. No, what I'm saying is you don't need to whoop your kids. God, I know you got we ass I know, I know we. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm pointing my fingers at you. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm owning that. I'm gonna do that from now on. All five digits, all ten, pointing forward. No, thank you. You just gave me a great idea. If
2: anybody, if anybody,
1: if anybody, we're a, gonna
0: look like fucking Doctor Strange. It's your fault. Yep. fault! Nah.
1: <laughs> if anybody has a problem with what I do from here going forward, blame Michael. Smith. Now, you don't need to whoop your kids. God knows we took our fair share no, of No, and that's
0: what I said. There's got to be a fine line between this little coddling phrase and the whooping the ass phrase. But I'll phrase. tell you, we cannot... but, but coddling's not working, no, people. No, it's not. It's not fucking Celebrating working. Celebrating mediocrity. Ass whooping worked. Look at us. Yeah. Now, now granted, it's not We have our way, moments. Right. It's not the way it's supposed to be, and I agree with that. But there's got to be a fine fucking line, people, and we need to find it.
1: It doesn't involve ass whooping. <laughs> it certainly doesn't involve coddling. It damn sure doesn't involve celebrating mediocrity. Look, I'll throw this out there. If you, Mike, today make a paycheck, we're going we're to take you back. You are now 24 years old. Okay? Run, run that through your head. Get the Scooby-Doo dream right. sequence music. So I'm I'm at Sheffield. Okay. And you get your paycheck on Friday. And by Sunday night, your paycheck is gone. You got maybe enough to put gas in your car to get to work. Yep. I you know, always, always
0: made sure I had that. That was the first thing You don't thing have I lunch
1: saying. money. You don't have maybe 20 bucks to – now, going back to when we were in our 20s, it's the mid-90s. You don't have money to go out to Blockbuster yeah. and rent a movie. You don't have money to – if you're hungry and all you have is ramen and tomato sauce, you don't have money to go out and get a burger – Whose responsibility is it, yours or your parents? It's mine at this point. Yes, it is. I'm all is. by
0: myself. I'm living in my own apartment. I'm making my own fucking money. Now, I got my own fucking okay, insurance. all
1: those things you just said hold true. Now, let's say you have Sunday and you are hanging out with your dad. And you tell your dad, hey, you know, I got paid on Friday. And I went out and blew all this money on stupid shit. Can you help me? What's your dad's response going to be?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can tell you what my dad's response is going to be. It comes in three words. Oh, I'm sorry, four words. Go fuck yourself. It's not going to be fuck yourself. It's going to be, didn't you just
0: get paid? Exactly. And i must say, yeah, and I, I blew all my money on here. Well, well you get paid again next Friday. Um, You know, if you need any... Millennials. Fu- if you need any food, you can drop by and you can have dinner with us on said nights now, or whatever.
1: I have, I've experienced this on innumerable occasions where I watch 18 year olds, 22 year olds in some cases and I'm throwing this out there and if you're listening you know who you are 35 year olds cry to their parents I need Food. I need this. I need a car. I need whatever. I can throw in a forty-year-old. Not that he'll ever listen, because he's a douchebag. And if you are listening, call me. I'd love to have you on the show. Cry to I'll their parents.
0: Destroy your ass. Oh, you bet. I fucking destroy your call ass. Come on, the parents. show, please.
1: Call their parents and say, "I need. I need."
0: Y'all don't need. All right. What the fuck you need is a goddamn brain. <laughs> what you need is fucking some ability. And what you fucking need is to get your fucking shit together no. and get your fucking no. lives. No. That's no. it. No. That's what no. you fucking no. need.
1: To qualify this, there are some that maybe had, and in some cases, I'll throw this out there, had a car issue. There are some that had.
0: I had to fix it. Okay. Yeah,
1: but it's, it's genuine. I made, I made my money. But then my water pump blew. I had to replace the water pump. Then I didn't and, put it on my fucking credit card. Wait. And then and only then, if you got a handout, props, your, your parents are doing the right thing. You spent your money wisely. You took care of what you need to take care of. Here's a little bump. Not the whole week, but here's a little bump to get you through. That's, that's valid. Right. But today, today what I see in 2016, and I can go back even five years.
0: I want to know where these people are getting the fucking money from. I, if just, you could turn around and give your fucking kid 200 bucks at the end of the fucking week, my God, what why the haven't fuck you
1: bought you, a Logan Gervais t-shirt? God it.
0: Fuck are you making? My God, I, right. I, I could barely fucking take my kids to a fucking movie if I wanted to at the end of the fucking week. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, no, in no. Some, some Earn cases, this fucking shit for yourself. If cases, you're not making enough, get a better fucking job. And if you're not fucking making wait, enough, then get fucking better education. Here, here comes
1: a question before you get into your top 10. And, and this is really valid. If something happened to this beautiful, House where the Valhalla Entertainment Complex is here. And you just at your rope's end and your dad or your mom handed you. Here, fix up your shit. It's a loan. You come back to me later. Would you say no? If I needed it? No,
0: no. But you're damn straight. I would. Point. But you're damn straight. I would fucking make sure I pay that
1: nine back. times out of ten. Going back to the point I brought up. Somebody gets a paycheck. Millennial gets a paycheck. They blow it on stupid shit. Yeah, but that's exactly. They get exactly paid on Friday, it. and then mommy and daddy hand them out. That's not. That's not no, going to teach that's, you anything. That's
0: exactly the point. No, that that's a completely different scenario. Exactly. That's a way completely. Di- that is what you just said to me is. I didn't even ask them. They came to me right. and said, look, we understand that you are at your wit's end right here. You've not asked for help. I'm not even asking you to fucking say yes I'm to this. I'm handing this to I'm you. This you. Shit. Shut your fucking mouth and you pay me back. That's a completely different scenario than me blowing fucking $400 of my fucking $500 paycheck and then turning around and saying, shit, well, there's gas. There's another 50 bucks that's gone. I had to take care of breakfast and lunch and shit for the rest of the week. There's $30. I have $20 left. Fuck. And then you fucking put it in the a goddamn red box and it fucking spits out a movie and you're like fuck now i only got ten dollars left mom dad i only have ten dollars left and i paid all my bills but i did everything you asked me to do but i ain't got shit left okay here's 200 bucks that that yes absolutely is a problem and that's exactly where i said we need to stop coddling our it's, fucking it's, children it, it, exactly. and you need to fucking point the fucking fingers and you say hey listen up big shout out real quick number one um <clears throat> My brother's birthday is today.
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To Brian Smith. Of I
0: know. I know. He only dropped by a little bit. He was supposed to stay at the house. You know, he, he regardless
1: didn't. if I've ever, if I've ever met you, I love you, Brian, but fuck you for not coming and sitting on the show. <laughs> I, I, we, I was looking forward
0: uh, to it. KJ kids birthday. Oh, Brian yes, Golden Brian. is tomorrow. Happy so birthday, happy kid. birthday to you, bro. <clears throat> and, um, just real quick. Like I said, I want to throw everything else out there. Um, with everything else that was going on, um, as far as like we said with um, with the uh, with the Olympics and uh, with this this whole fucking coddling thing, I think America in general is sick of it, mm-hmm. and I'm glad as fuck our Olympians are fucking starting to see that. Not shit. only our
1: Olympians, I want to point back to Jason. Here's a guy, 25 years old, in that generation, and I know I've caught shit for the last year and a half for blowing up the millennials and saying you know they're they're wasteful, they're this, they're that, they just expect a handout. Here's a guy, 25 years old, who basically said, "Yeah, I hate my generation. I bust my ass to get where I am." But I watch, you know, he didn't say it, but I'm sure he has, and as I've seen friends and foes alike at yeah. that age, just, "Oh, well, you know, the world owes me and I should be here." I once had a guy I worked with who is a very hard-working guy. He's in his he was in his 30s at the time. Now he's a little older. Say to me, I should be making six figures by now. I said, Why? He says, Because I'm in this particular position. I'm like, you know, I I was I was where you are two years ago. I made sixty-five K. I'm obviously only thirty five thousand away from six figures, but what makes you think you're worth six figures? And that question stopped him in his tracks. And it woke him up. What makes you think you're worth it? What you know, have you done to get there?
0: You know what's funny is the other day I actually got a fucking write-up because I was late.
1: You got th- written <clears throat> up.
0: Yeah, you like that, right? And it was funny because my boss handed it to me and he's like, Mike, I know this is this is a joke and I'm sorry I have to fucking give it to you I, because I'm, I'm, every I, time I, you, you ask me to be here. But you know why they had to fucking write me up? I'm interested in hearing it. There's this guy that fucking has been late. Sometimes doesn't even fucking show up. And he's like on the end of his rope. So he they've they've been because they have to follow protocol for him, now that it kicks back down onto me. So
1: the sins of someone else come back on you. Right. That now I
0: I signed it, no problem, and I handed it to him. And my my boss looks at me and goes, Dude, you don't want to write a comment? And I'm like, No, I don't need to write a comment. I said, The fact that you we didn't even want to give this to me, I said, when they go and they ask about this, I want you to say that that you didn't want to fucking give this to me, and then you explain to them why. But the rules are the rules. But the rules are the rules. Exactly.
1: There's never been a time that I've ever gotten... Now, you're
0: talking about a guy that stays Mm -hmm. when he needs to stay. You're talking about a guy... How many
1: times have we had midweek meetings, and you're like, dude, I'm not going to be home till 6.30. i got to stay extra. They asked me. And that's what you do. One time, I've been gainfully employed since I'm 11 years old with Paper Roots and whatnot, so... That's 30-plus uh, 30 years, 32 years I've been gainfully employed, mm-hmm. and only once did I fight a write-up because it was bullshit, and I won. So, Me too. I, I, the one that I actually fought, I won too. At the end I of the day, to. if you broke the rules, how about just you swallow it and you say, you know what, I'm going to sign this, and exactly. I'm going to work harder to not do it again.
0: Exactly. exactly. That's the problem.
1: Nowadays, there was a great, a great comic in the paper about two years ago where it was uh, 1975. A parent with a report card in their hand hovering over the child saying, explain these grades. And you switch to 2015 where the parents are hovering over a teacher. The child's behind them smiling like the Cheshire cat. And the parents are yelling at the teacher, explain these grades. Like it's the teacher's fucking fault. Yep.
0: Now, granted, there's just like our boys in blue. There's going to be some bad teachers. Of course. There's going to be some bad cops. Yep. There's gonna be some bad workers where you fucking work. Yeah. There's gonna be bad military men. There's gonna be the entire bad government because you, that's just government's bad. Anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm shutting it down. <laughs> I don't want to get that, into that
0: conversation. That, that part of the, the I mean, maybe maybe that's a one percent. We're we're going back to this one percent again.
1: You know what I'm saying? I may throw five percent. Okay, we'll that's... do
0: five. Well, but but I mean, if we're throwing the if we're throwing teachers into the mix. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to really say 1%. Or the teacher
1: I think, from Iowa.
0: I yeah. think, yeah, okay. Like I said, but that, I really, out of all the bad horror teacher stories, though, seriously, how many do you really hear? Like, when you, when you decide to be a teacher, I really do believe that deep down in your heart, you're trying to better a young mind. You know what I'm saying? I believe that. And it takes a special fucking person to be a teacher. It really fucking does. Like, let's not take away from the teachers in this fucking world people because if you decide to be a fucking teacher and you're going to teach this fucking youth, fucking hallelujah to you. The number of and teachers, you have
1: my fucking you have my fucking full support. The number of teachers in the public school system in the United States right now, according to the NCES website, which is the education system, Three point one million full time teachers. That's a, as of two thousand fifteen. We got like
0: billions, right? Don't we have
1: billions we have of people 330 in the United Three hundred thirty
0: million. million. Three hundred thirty
1: million. So three million of them, <laughs> and you hear about maybe one or two a year. Now we went back to the cops. I, I was erroneous in. I think one of that these now. Now,
0: first of all, I, we're we're really getting into this, but they're they're at such a point right now that I think even. Semi good cops are turning bad because, but again, it's, 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 the, the media has offend, uh, has officially turned it us against
1: them in, in 2015. Once again, there's estimated 2.1 million police officers in the United States for 330 million people. You broke it down. That's one cop for every 200 yeah. and change thousand person. Now, how many of those do you hear about in a year? Maybe 50, 60. Out Of 2.1 million, yeah. The problem is smaller than you think, it really is. If you're blowing it up,
0: no, and it it's is getting problem. blown up, and that's a problem. It's getting blown up, and the uneducated masses, mm-hmm. aka the younger generation, is buying it 110% to the point where they're doing stupid fucking things. People, they had the, stupid Ferguson, fucking they had the Ferguson
1: protest a couple of days ago. And the shots were fired. It wasn't by the cops. No. It wasn't by the protesters. By some random jackass driving by. Those people that run around and fuck the police. Well, again, I tell you, if, if a burglar's is breaking into your house and you don't have a gun, call a and, plumber.
0: And listen, when, when fucking niggers with attitude wrote, fuck the police. There was a reason for exactly. it. Exactly. And it affected them. It certainly did. not affect you motherfuckers now, it okay? It didn't affect you
1: in Plainfield, Connecticut. No. It didn't affect you in Noblesville, no. Indiana. It certainly no. didn't affect you in Montgomery and no. Alabama. It affected Los Angeles, California.
0: And I'm they sure. had a fucking reason for exactly. it. And that's why that song is so fucking passionate. You have no reason to hang on to that fucking song and use it as your little fucking moral. Amen to no that. No fucking reason. So... It is Let's my, lighten this shit up. It is my civic duty. <laughs> Next week, we're totally bringing you-know-what's-fucked-up back because y'all we need to laugh. Fun with it, we, yes. we brought the revolution on as it was asked, and for the last five fucking weeks, we have torn through this, and we hope to fucking God, we hope that you guys have listened.
1: And you tell your friends that there are people out there that think like you, that want the same things that you want, as I'm looking dead in your brown eyes right now, that we believe. We want you to believe. We want everybody to believe. If you think this speaks to someone you know, share it with them. Implore them. I don't care if you duct tape them to a chair and force them to listen, and they can share it. Everybody, you tell one friend, three come on. We have
0: multiple on. paths for you guys to listen to this stuff. If you're an iPhone user, we have iTunes. If you're a freaking Galaxy user, we have Podomatic. We have Yarn FM. Podcast we have a lot of. Podcast Attic is another good one. We have the YouTube channel every week. YouTube, we're always putting stuff up on there. We have all kinds of fun little things coming around. You guys are going to be seeing that pretty soon. So hit that fucking button for some laughs.
1: We need to laugh right now. This final countdown is brought to you by the Loki and Jabroni Patreon account. That's right, www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni. Make a one-time donation, a monthly gift, or an investor level. There are different gifts that you can get, and it's all to make this better for you. It's, my friend, take over. It's
0: funny. Um Our buddy Dino asked about us last night. Did well, he really? How can I get back on the show again? I said, oh, that's funny. I said, <laughs> you know, Patreon.com, you know, my friend. About to
1: paint my house, and you're going to tell him <laughs> to donate
0: money to the show. <laughs> Well, it's not only that, we are trying to network people. And to network we need the cash. And that's what we're saying. Maybe not maybe the low kings isn't your cup, tu- you know, your cup of tea. Maybe tea is your fucking thing and you want an hour show about how tea just gets your jollies off. You we'll make that it. fucking donation, we're making a network, dude, you got a spot. We guarantee it. So, as we go on to this, we 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 talked about this earlier and I said it was kind of funny because you know, I, I had no idea we we're going to break into baseball as much as we did. Oh, but we did it last week. So this is we the did reason, a little bit last week. This is the reason why I fucking did this. My top ten list this week is the top ten least popular exhibits. At the Baseball Hall of Fame.
1: <laughs> have you ever been to the Baseball Hall of Fame? Not yet. What a beautiful movie. I, I, I have
0: to. I have to. I really do. I, really I, do. I think You're summer absolutely road trip right. and
1: we just record in a hotel.
0: But I did do my homework and I saw some of the exhibits <laughs> out right. there and I came up with my own.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Number The honorable mention is the Tom Brady Wish Me <laughs> Out of Suspension Fund. <laughs> He could take your little quarters and it goes through the little spinny thing. I'll and I'll, I'll He could, he do, could that. do that. And maybe if you guys are lucky enough, it'll get him through that. <laughs> oh, my God. Number 10. The tobacco juice fountain and reflecting pool.
1: I, I find that offensive. I'm using, my, <laughs> I'm using my safe word now. I knew you'd like that one. Killing
0: me. Number nine. Derek Jeter's cup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be about 20% cooler.
0: Number eight. What it's like to get hit in the head by Nolan Ryan's fastball. Wow, Robin Ventura great could say something expert. about that. That's a great expert. That's awesome. Exhibit. Number seven, the Carl Yastrzemski kissing booth.
1: I'm, I'm lost. I wouldn't want to be kissed by Yaz. Well, you know, that's why it's the top he, ten he least. Was, he wasn't a good-looking guy. That's the top ten least popular you know what I remember about Yaz? <laughs> other than being a warrior other than being a guy who played his whole career with one team is that every year the hole in his ear flap got bigger yeah, and bigger yeah. and he just bore that motherfucker out i love yes i'm a yankee fan and i love yes
0: oh my god number six the giant stack of pete rose losing otb tickets <laughs> <laughs> too soon <laughs> never too soon <laughs> Uh, down, down, down. Number five, the display case of all the chicken eaten by the Boston Red Sox of two thousand and ten. Wow. You chicken eating motherfuckers.
1: Does Wade Boggs have any say in that?
0: No, no, no. Remember that that's when we were all I know, fat the and, chicken
1: lazy. and beer. <laughs> I'll never forget that.
0: It was one of my favorite seasons. I loved it. Number four, the Steve Garvey's bet, bet on deck circle. <laughs>
1: There's a bunch of millennials. out there. Who the fuck is Steve <laughs> Why, Garvey? What was that one?
0: I, I I lost you there. Who's Steve Garvey? Oh, my God. Number three, cocktail glasses filled with Billy Martin's knocked out teeth. Oh. <laughs>
1: Man. Like <laughs> Fist bump for you, my friend. That was awesome. Number two, scratch a real big leaguer. That's right. You can go up on... <laughs> Crabby. I just had a conversation with someone the other day. I said, unless you have a bat in your hand and you're playing in front of 55,000 people, there's no reason to scratch your nuts in public. But if you're a ball player, scratch away. And the number one,
0: and this goes out to my boy who has won the AL Player of the Month, Mr. Mookie Betts, okay. the Automatronic Mookie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is in regards to his dad. And, yeah.
1: And not, not. His I got dad. you. <laughs> Fantastic. I've been to the Hall of Fame twice. I may have, uh, I may have cringe at some of those if I saw <laughs> it. And that was my point. And I'm looking forward to my next Hall of Fame film.
0: That was my point,
1: you know. That was awesome.
0: That was, that was, the, that was the things that you kind of go out of your way.
1: Right? Not to see. The chog, the chog pool would have been my favorite. I'd add it to it. <laughs> I'd add it to it. I ain't going to lie to you
0: so guys we hope you enjoy this show we ran off a little extra for you um i i think it was kind of kind of perfect seeing how so the end of the uh the revolution as we called it well it's
1: not the end it's not for right it's, now for right it's now a pause. it
0: is it's a little pause. next week we're going to bring back the fun silliness that we like to call you know it's fucked up um eddie focus will be in the
1: house and i'm going to tell you right now full disclosure i'm going to florida for one of these I saw a story the other day that completely (laughs) wrecked my mind, and it's from Florida, and I said, I have to do this. I know Ed said, I can't go to Florida again, ever again. Fuck the police. I'm going.
0: We'll be uh, celebrating Minnie Jabroni. Yes. Her uh, her birthday party will be here at the Valhalla Entertainment Pool festivities. Yes. So we'll be here um, right afterwards celebrating that. So guys, make sure you have a great weekend.
1: Much love guys.
0: And uh as we always say, tell here, your friends. Tell your friends. Make sure you get those final reviews guys cuz I'm gonna tell you what um next week I can't guarantee that we Sully is gonna We have 3 weeks gonna...
1: left. 2 weeks ago you said 5 yes. weeks. Yes. We have 3 weeks left. If we don't get those reviews, we are drinking sully live on camera and, and, and you gotta, all can just kiss my ass. You're going to be
0: mad man. You're going to be mad. Like that is a great I'm not a vodka guy but vod- I'm I'll I'm not either, but it, I'll it. tell you what. I'm look I, I will make one hell of a fucking bloody. I made bloody marys out of that effing vodka yeah, that you he did. brought. Those and and that was like, you know, I, that was like, to me, I was like, I even told him, I was like, man, I feel bad, like, actually making a Bloody Mary out of this fantastic vodka, you know what I'm saying? But, have- I shouldn't. No, fuck no. you damn right. And I'm not going to feel bad about making a vodka out of this one.
1: No, because we'll enjoy it.
0: We will enjoy it. Guys, have a great fucking weekend. We'll see you guys here next weekend for You Know What's Fucked Up.